1: this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Middle of the week, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Alongside Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Thank you for being with us. You want to be part of the conversation? You know how. C Spire text line is open to you. 601-879-4395. Boys, what's up on a beautiful, sunny, bluebird, blue sky Wednesday?
3: It is one of those days, right? I mean, we're, oh, Spectacular. We're, it's just perfect. I, I've discovered an underrated aspect of the whole not having to wear a mask thing everywhere anymore. So, Which
2: it was, technically isn't until 5 o'clock tonight.
3: But if you jumped the I'm not anymore. mad at you. Um, I didn't go anywhere today. I Ball was just breaker. thinking about this earlier. Uh, in the office, actually, they've decided to, to keep us wearing them, which I'm absolutely fine with. But, I mean, we're in the South, right? I don't know how much northern travel you guys have done but like in the neighborhood when I'm running with the dog or just driving or generally if somebody in the neighborhood drives by me it's always a wave it's a it's a head nod it's something you greet every person in your community that's what I do and like in the grocery store or something like that if you happen to catch eyes with people what do you do a little nod hey how are you a little smile just uh, your presence is friendly I can't tell you the number of times where I have, like, caught eyes with someone in the grocery store and I've smiled and realized they can't see that, and so they think (laughs) I'm just staring at them like some kind of crazy person. So uh, I was thinking about that earlier. It's like next time I go to the store, if they don't make me have a mask on, people will actually see that I'm uh, I'm being friendly, like a good Southerner should, and not being a jerk who's staring at them awkwardly, expecting them to smile back, although I wouldn't be able to see them do it either.
2: Yeah, I get that. It's been weird. Uh, and I have found myself, so when I go to the grocery store, I've kind of turned into the guy that pops earbuds in, it's just out of boredom more than anything else. Like I might be listening to a book or listening to a podcast or, or whatever while I am grocery shopping, and they've recently upgraded the grocery store, and so it's like a mile and a half wide. And so you know it takes forever. Like if you've got to do the the big grocery run, you know the the once a week or the once every ten days grocery run where you got to get everything. And um, I found myself like you know it's the winter time, so it's cold, and I've got a coat on, and I probably got a hat on, and I've either got a mask or a gator pulled up around my nose, and I've got earbuds in. It's like man, it's time to be social <laughs> and just kind of free yourself from all the restraints. Although. Um I can't believe I'm actually saying this. I might still wear a mask in the grocery store for a little while. I might not. I, I, and they may be requiring a mask still in the grocery store. I, I I don't probably depends on what grocery store you go to and what city you're in. Um but I don't know. Not because I'm trying to avoid people, but you know, I'm just Look, I want this thing to go away. Like completely go away, and it's not doing that yet. And we get more evidence of that uh, earlier today. Restrictions lifted; that officially goes into effect at five o'clock today. Mask mandate statewide lifted. The only remaining restrictions that are really still in place are K through twelve schools, fifty percent capacity for indoor arenas. And I had someone that is in the healthcare world send me a message yesterday that said healthcare settings still have. You know, mandates in place. So oh, I guess we missed that in the, the governor's message yesterday. But those restrictions being lifted did not magically make COVID 19 disappear from the face of the earth. We know that. It is still a thing. And there's still more cases out there than we want, and there's still more hospitalizations out there that we want, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if you need any evidence that COVID is still a thing, look no farther than Mississippi State's baseball plans this weekend. Bulldogs were scheduled to play a three-game series with Tennessee Tech starting on Friday. Tennessee Tech, though, is dealing with COVID issues within its program and will not be able to make the trip. Tip of the cap to both Mississippi State and Kent State, who had their plans derailed this weekend, Looks like now the Bulldogs and the Golden Flashes will be meeting each other in a three-game series at Duty Noble. Good work and quick work to get that done, hey Dad.
4: Yeah, luckily, uh, like you said, that both teams had an available had this this spot open, and, and good work from uh, for all parties. I, I was so disappointed when I, I got that news earlier th- this morning that uh that there w- there might not be baseball at Duty Noble. I was like, you got to be kidding! Going to be good weather. Got to have a, a decent crowd there, and, and this is what happens. Ah, oh, But you're right. Much much like with the election, just changing some things didn't change the fact that we have a, a virus on our hands. Yeah. But there will be baseball at Denny Noble this weekend.
2: Kent State was originally scheduled to play West Virginia, but they had their series canceled this weekend, and so the two sides were able to get together. Had that not worked out, I just saw on Twitter a few minutes ago that Xavier is also looking for an opponent. And I think we're in that time right now before you get to conference play. If you have a series that is canceled because the opponent can't make it and you're still good to go, odds are, if it doesn't happen on Thursday afternoon or Friday morning, you're going to be able to find somebody that can still make the trip, yeah. especially if you know, you're know you willing to defray travel costs or, or whatever. And if you're in a league like the SEC, you know whatever your agreement was with the other team, you can make with the new team – you get busing arrangements, travel arrangements done. You know, maybe they need a little help with hotels. Whatever it is, you get it done as quickly as you can, and you're able to play baseball, and that's good news. But Mississippi State does not have to wait until Friday to play a game. They have a game tonight in Pearl, Mississippi, playing at Trustmark Park against um, against Southern Miss, and this one should be fun. Southern Miss, good baseball team. Mississippi State's a good baseball team, ranked number two in the country. And they put some more tickets out for availability yesterday. Sounds like there's going to be a good crowd for this ball game tonight. And you're going to have to either go to it or listen to it on the radio because there is no video stream. Right.
4: Right. And that's, you know, it, it'll, it'll be it's like a throwback game, Richard. You know, it takes you back to, you know, 1995 when all you had were the radio options. This will be... <laughs> You know they should5
2: should
4: yeah they should roll out some 1995 prices on concessions dollar sodas and and popcorn and go from there
3: I think in the year 2021 it's not the school's fault so I'm not blaming them it's inexcusable to not have video feed of this game. There's no reason not to have video feed of this game. The technology is very inexpensive. You have the apps and the platforms and everything you could possibly need to get this thing on video. And maybe Caleb Hamill will go to the game and pull up a periscope before they shut that <laughs> down a few innings in. But uh, it shouldn't have to take that to also see the game. I mean,
2: come on, Wait, guys. Why, it's 2021. why would they shut down? Why would they shut down Caleb's periscope tonight? Oh, I don't know. I I was just or, or referencing just a... back to. Arlington. I would say throwback to the Arlington tournament where his account yeah. got closed for a little while. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think a six hour battery. Yeah, I've
3: watched it for a little he's while. Doing everybody there. a
4: favor. Yeah.
3: But it's crazy, man. In twenty twenty-one, we should not have a baseball game between two Division I colleges, one of which in the SEC, the other is a program that loves and dies for its baseball. We should not have to Listen on just radio. There should be video feed for this game. There's just no excuse, Michael. Borky, so Mississippi State
4: on color commentary. Let's yes, sir.
2: Go. There you go. Uh, you will have to uh, let Jim Ellis be your eyes tonight, and then, uh, then let your ears uh, allow you to have um, the picture in your head. I suppose. So Trustmark Park tonight. Don't forget about our friends at Trustmark Bank. New rules, new funds, same trusted PPP team. Trustmark, an SBA preferred lender, is now providing small business loans through the Paycheck Protection Program. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash PPP member FDIC. Mississippi State not the only one playing baseball tonight. Mississippi State and Southern Miss. You've got Ole Miss at home again. Rebels uh, played Memphis last night. First two innings of that game Took an hour and about 20 minutes. Woo! And then the rest of the game was played in about an hour and a half. So, uh, kind of moved along after the the first two innings. Ole Miss won 16-4 to last night over Memphis, bouncing back from uh, losing the series against UCF over the weekend. And it was just kind of a sloppy start. There were a bunch of walks in the game, and then things kind of settled down. The uh, winning pitcher last night for Ole Miss was Drew McDaniel. Then the Rebels went to the bullpen, and boy, was the bullpen good. So, Drew McDaniel got the last out of the fourth inning and then every hitter by Memphis was retired in order for the remainder of the game. 16 straight outs to uh, finish the ball game and Ole Miss just piled up a bunch of runs. Memphis as a pitching staff walked 14 Ole Miss hitters in the game. So not good. Had some uh, issues with the strike zone. Not great. Not great. So, we got plenty to get into with you this afternoon, including a conversation with Ole Miss Athletic Director Keith Carter that is coming your way at 4.37. And at 5.06 today, John Cohen, the AD at Mississippi State, will join us. We'll talk with both athletics directors about their plans going forward for baseball, for attendance, what we can expect, what it's going to look like, and how they can service the most fans. Jeremy McLean will join us tomorrow afternoon from Southern Mississippi. This is Sports Talk, just getting started with you on this Wednesday. Oh,
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass deeds in Ridgeland, they're on 51 North, and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Cross Gates. Call 601 605 4443. So far this afternoon, look for delays eastbound on 20 just before exit 31 and uh, seeing delays southbound on 49 just before the Florence exit. Otherwise, things looking pretty good. Please buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601 353 5217.
6: Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today.
7: Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits.
6: You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New care MD at newcaremd.com today
8: to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees.
9: At Woods Equipment, we've got a Cub Cadet just for you. Whether you like to sit, stand, or power through last year's hay, we have the tools to get the job done right. Stop by and visit our open house event on March 5th and 6th, where you can enjoy special deals, food, drinks, and fun for the whole family. Speak with an official Cub Cadet rep and test drive the full line of Cub Cadet outdoor equipment, delivering their enhanced strength, performance, and durability. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store, on March 5th and 6th, for our open house event, located on Highway 80 in Pearl.
6: Come on down, bless my a deal. Mississippi prisons are in crisis because of extremely long sentences and parole laws that offer no way out. These laws are costing us millions and don't make us any safer. State lawmakers are considering solutions that safely reduce the prison population. They need our support. Without reform, we all pay. Families, communities, and taxpayers. We can fix this crisis, but only if we act now. Paid for by Forward.us.
12: Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
1: To the sports. (laughs) This is Sports Talk, Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk,
13: Mississippi.
14: Talk
2: Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thank you for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon. You uh, you want to be part of the show? You can on the C Spire. Text line 601 879 4395. So, plenty to get into. Um, at this point, Ole Miss has basically said that they haven't really changed anything yet. With regard to baseball attendance, they've got the game tonight at home against Jackson State. Uh, The tweet from the Ole Miss Baseball Twitter account earlier said, Fan info, the existing attendance plan remains in place for tonight's game. Additional information regarding future games will be released at a later time. And hopefully we can get a little more from Keith Carter on that when we talk with him at 4:37 this afternoon and Mississippi State appears to have a plan in place although I don't think they have released all of the details hey dad at this point what do you know about kind of Mississippi State's attendance plan going forward as we roll toward the weekend for their uh, their home series from what i can tell it's going to be close to
4: 50% i think they they've opened up another 4000 seats in the grandstand i know we just got a text Uh, from someone saying that they got an email and they have been able to order their tickets for the rest of the season uh, at Diddy Noble Field. I think they're going to double outfield capacity. They were only allowing four per rig. It's supposed to be up to eight now. So I think it's going to be pretty close to 50%. I'm hoping to ask John Cohen if there's an actual percentage number or is it just a, a, a number and whatever the percentage is, is just what it is.
2: Doesn't it feel like this is going to be a work in progress also? Like they might oh, yeah. go to around fifty percent this weekend, and then maybe ride with See that for a couple of weeks, yeah. and then as you get to league play, hopefully that number goes up again. Yeah,
4: because you got to remember, you know, they have all these policies in pro- in place for twenty five percent attendance. In terms, you know, you know of of how much security do you need? There's a lot of moving pieces to this. It's yeah. not just flip a switch and okay we're good to go again you've got to get people in there to work the concession stands because where you were expecting 2500 people now you might expect if you go to you know 50% you might expect 6000 or so and that's that's more people you've got to bring in that's yeah. just more it's just a lot of work so it's it can't just be a a one size fits all kind of solution they're going to have to to work with it and see see how it goes
3: forgive the stupid question but it, it, would it be easier for them to be more flexible with the outfields at both places uh, this weekend than trying to figure out grandstand numbers and stuff like that. Instead, you've got the outfield where people have a permanent structure, mostly at Mississippi State or in Oxford, where they bring their own seats and you just kind of you know, you know, let the outfield be what it always has been and you worry about the seats and figure that out later. Is that a dumb question or is that something that makes sense?
2: No, I don't think it's a dumb question, and on the surface it feels easy. But even with the outfield seating, and you know, Heydad mentioned that the original plan in Starkville was four tickets per outfield location. I mean, people still call them rigs; it's not rigs anymore, but you know, the the, the nomenclature remains. They appear to be um, much safer now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a bit tidier as well. Although some of the allure, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I don't know. Um, but at Ole Miss, they, they sectioned off the outfield with clumps of chairs in left field. Like there were, you know, if you bought four tickets, you've got four folding chairs that are, you know, side by side by side by side in your particular space, and they've got it all cordoned off and, you know, laid out from a, a ticket plan. I don't know if they scrapped that right away. Or if they go with that through the weekend and kind of, um, you know, kind of gradually work their way to it, I would assume that more students would be allowed in right field than were previously allowed in right field. Um, I spoke with someone at Ole Miss earlier today, and they said Man, this is very much a work in progress. You know, everybody is convinced that oh, you guys knew. Several days in advance of the announcement that was coming from the governor's office, and that's just not true. Said so there was nobody that was, you know, in the governor's office that was calling athletics directors or ticket offices at all the schools in Mississippi and saying, Hey, here's what we're going to do. Just wanted to give you a heads up on this so you can get a jump on. They were watching the governor's press conference just like we were yesterday, learning about what restrictions were going to be in place, what restrictions were going to be lifted. I don't know. Ultimately what they'll do in Starkville. I do anticipate that there are still going to be mask requirements inside of Swayze Field. I, yeah, I think the same here. I, I think the working idea, and I'll tell you the reason why in just a second, but you remember at the beginning of football season, the idea was when you came into the stadium, when you were walking around in the corridors, when you were going to the concession stand. You had to have a mask on, but once you were in your seat, you could take your mask off, and then they kind of reversed course on that and said you got to have a mask on in the stadium the entire time unless you are eating or drinking actively. I think you will see something that is comparable to where football season began, where you got to have a mask on when you come into the stadium. If you're walking to the restroom, if you're going to the concession stand, you've still got to wear a mask. But when you are in your seat location, you don't – have to have a mask on at that point. I don't know that for a fact. That's kind of a, a working theory. And and so, you yeah, know, a little more freedom in that regard. And the rationale behind it is, it's pretty simple, actually. Yes, there is a protect yourself and protect your neighbor or your fellow fan element to it. But more than that, it's the university's got contracts in place with all kinds of different entities, that are working at games, security personnel, concession workers, ushers, you know, other stadium personnel. And those people don't necessarily have the choice to be there or not be there. It's their job. And as part of those contracts, to have those people in place, the assumption was people around them were going to have masks on, and they were going to have masks on while doing their job. And so I think that's the reason that you will continue to have, while you're moving about in the stadium, some mask rules in place. And that makes sense. It's fine. I I don't think anybody is... I I mean, yes, there are people who are like, I don't ever want to wear this mask again, but I don't think, for the most part, people are jumping up and down and stomping their feet and pitching a fit over being told, we're going to take some baby steps on this, we're going to get more people in the stadium, and that number is going to grow, but for now... You're still going to have to wear a mask at least part of the time. I don't think that's too much to ask. Can't tell you the number
3: of people I've heard from that have said something along those lines. I don't care if they make me put one on while I'm walking around. Just let me go again. Yeah.
4: There will be complaints, though. I
3: can. can uh, of course, there, there, there will. will. I mean, people complain about everything. Yeah.
2: Someone asks on the c Spire text line: Are tickets still available for the state and Southern Miss game tonight in Pearl? I don't know the answer to that. I do know that they are, yesterday, they they, the, the tickets, the additional tickets that were made available, have been sold at this point.
4: Yeah, they, they, they as of this morning they had like fifty tickets left, and that was at nine o'clock this morning. Uh, they they are they are since gone.
2: Here is another interesting note at Trustmark Park now, where the game is going to be played tonight. Getting my COVID vaccine with hundreds of other people, the parking lot is full, and that is great. News. Awesome. Great news. Keep on, keeping on, keeping on. That might With mean if you're to going the to the
3: game, you might want to try to get there early or be prepared to park at the hotel nearby and
2: walk a little bit to get to the stadium if that's the case. Richard from Wiggins suggests that someone needs to invent a red solo cup mask. <laughs> Would that be akin to the uh, the beer helmet that existed? you remember the helmet from you know, you back go. in the late 80s, early 90s that had the, yeah. uh, the the two holders with the straw coming down from the drinks that down, down to your mask so you didn't actually have to go, hold your beverage? We'll even go
4: a step further, and it has like an eject button. So when you want to have that beer shower, you don't have to throw it up. Just hit the eject button. Yeah. shoots right out of your head.
3: Every time somebody mentions uh, that hat, I think of Happy Gilmore. Yes. Vern Lundquist saying, I saw somebody with one of those beard-dispensing plastic helmets, and they cut to Happy Gilmore's caddy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't the really, really big guy, was it, that he pulled out of the stands? No, uh, no. no, no. He wasn't the one. Shooter, if you're getting
3: your nine iron.
2: (laughs) Robin Tupelo says, "Will Will there be tickets for Saturday night's Ole Miss game in basketball at the Pavilion? That's a question we're going to have to ask Keith Carter, uh, because when I asked that yeah. question earlier today, the answer was, don't really know. Well, I Mr. think That's how basketball state doesn't. Yeah, I, I think that they are going to make some more tickets available, but I think the majority of those tickets are going to go to students who have been able to basically not go to basketball games all season long. And the rationale is they can kind of do a general admission, get them to students easily whereas trying to restructure some sort of a who gets in and how do they get in when it's only one game remaining maybe a little more work than is necessary to do for just a one-off event. Sports Talk Mississippi will continue with you after this.
14: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, we'll have rain showers, high near 50 degrees. Tonight, 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 40. Wednesday, partly sunny conditions, high near 59. Wednesday evening, mostly clear and cold, low around 38. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 67. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 42. And a beautiful day on Friday, partly sunny conditions, high near 63. it's weather, service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
12: Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment.
0: 601 487 260.
8: This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. 1-800-647-8540 or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com.
15: Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Mark.
16: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A teacher pay raise did survive Tuesday's deadline over at the Capitol. The Senate Education Committee passed a bill on to the full chamber that would raise the starting salary for Mississippi teachers to $37,000 while also providing a $1,000 raise to current teachers. This was done after the House chose not to take up the Senate's teacher pay raise, instead including language in the income tax proposal. And Governor Tate Reeves detailed the Drop in hospitalizations as he lifted mask mandates and business restrictions in Mississippi.
17: At the peak, Mississippi had 1,450 patients COVID positive in our hospital beds throughout Mississippi. That number is 420 today. We are down 70 percent, really 72 percent, from where we were just two months ago.
16: The order officially takes effect this afternoon at 5 p.m. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News.
1: Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that
14: again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate.
1: <laughs> On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Are an Ole Miss basketball fan? You saw something happen last night that through the course of basketball history has not happened very often. For only the fourteenth time ever, Ole Miss beat Kentucky. And I know, I know, I know Kentucky this year, Kentucky, but it's still Kentucky. And when you've only beaten them 14 times, you have reason to be excited for winning a game against Big Blue. Just period. But as I watched that game, and Ole Miss played well. They played well defensively last night. Kentucky was awful at the free throw line. Ole Miss dominated the boards. They out-rebounded Kentucky 42-28. to That's hustle and effort and positioning and want to and all of those things. Ole Miss was 16 of 19 at the free throw line. Kentucky was 15 of 25. The Rebels shot it exceptionally well from three. They are averaging 29% from behind the arc in SEC play this year. Last night they were 8 of 13. That is 61.5%. So there are a lot of things that went well for Ole Miss. And one of those things was somebody besides Devontae Shuler and Romello White Stepped up offensively. Sammy Hunter had a big game last night for Ole Miss. Three of five from deep, had 11 points. So they got another contribution. But it made me think is there an Ole Miss basketball team in recent memory that has taken fans on as much of a roller coaster ride of, hey, this team's pretty good. Oh my goodness, this team's bad. This team might be really good. This team's terrible. This is a bubble team. Nope, they're not on the bu- They're off the bubble. Now they're on the bubble. Now they're off the bubble. And Ole Miss is at a place right now where everybody says they've got to win the SEC tournament. I, I'm not 100% convinced that they have to win the SEC tournament, but I do think they've got to be playing in the championship game on Sunday. to have a chance at the NCAA tournament because, yes, Borky, you're exactly right, the bubble is no bueno. It's never good, though.
3: Everybody always says that, oh, the bubble's bad this year.
2: And we're talking about
3: team number 69, nice, 70, 71, 72 in college basketball. I mean, when has that team ever been good? Yeah. Never.
2: If you're a bubble team, you've got all kinds of holes in your resume. Which what, what in, you're talking in about? In some when you ways, get into those things are. Are
4: you are you sweating upsets in conference tournaments? So if you're you're like the sixty three sixty four team you're in right now, what you're sweating is some five seed in the Southland Conference getting hot.
3: In reality, though, I mean, I don't think it becomes a conversation. I mean, of course, they have to beat Vanderbilt, which they didn't do last weekend, so that's right. not a given. But it doesn't become a realistic conversation until at the earliest Saturday in Nashville. If they get to Saturday, then you're like, okay, maybe there's there's a shot here. And I think they're running into a problem. Now, this might be, you know, put my tinfoil hat on, you hear that noise, it's a black helicopter. Like, Duke and Syracuse are on the bubble right now.
18: Yeah. I
4: see where you're going.
3: If there are basically equal resumes, even Ole Miss might have like a quadrant one win more so than Duke, who's getting in? Yeah, So they've got that to overcome as well. They have to be markedly better than specifically those two teams in order to get in over those two teams. Maybe it doesn't come
2: down to that, but if that's what they're battling, they're not getting in. No, you're right. I mean, look at the teams that are around Ole Miss. So Ole Miss is currently at 58 in the net rankings. 58. They are 14 and 10 in league play. I'm sorry. They are 14 and 10 overall. They have three quadrant one wins and five quad two wins. Ole Miss is one spot behind Duke in the net, who has one quad one win and the same number of quad two wins, five. Indiana is one spot behind Ole Miss. They've got a losing record overall. They're twelve and thirteen, but they've got three quad one wins, same as Ole Miss, and six quad two wins. Memphis is three spot two spots in front of Ole Miss. Ole Miss and Memphis did not play each other head to head. They were scheduled to that one got canceled. Memphis is zero and two against quad one, four and three against quad two. Syracuse is a spot in front of Memphis, 0-6 in Quad 1 opportunities, 3-1 in Quad 2 opportunities. Look, this is not an Ole Miss team that by any stretch of the imagination has been without opportunity to play themselves solidly into the tournament. But they haven't done it. Which goes back to my original question Can you think of a team that has taken a fan base on more of a roller coaster ride with regard to postseason expectations than this year's version of Ole Miss? And a related question, can you think of a team that's been more frustrating to watch than this particular Ole Miss team? A team that has a win at home against Tennessee, a win at home against Missouri, a win on the road against Missouri. Tennessee and Missouri are absolutely NCAA tournament teams. And then a close loss back in December at Dayton. Two losses to Georgia. A loss on the road to Vanderbilt where they scored 70. That should be enough to win against Vanderbilt, who's without its two best players. A home loss to Mississippi State in the stretch run of the season when they're trying to play themselves. I think wildly frustrating is absolutely a fair characterization of this year's Ole Miss basketball team.
3: Yeah, I, the the first thing that came to my mind was two thousand eight Ole Miss football. So you may, I mean, that's the the Tebow cried year, but they have losses to Wake Forest, Vanderbilt the week Riley before. They, yeah, Riley Skinner, Vanderbilt the week before they beat Florida, a bad South Carolina team the week after they beat number four, four Florida, and they have wins over LSU, Mississippi State, and number eight Texas Tech on that schedule. I
4: mean. <laughs> I would have thought the I mean, next year would have been more frustrating. Starting off, you know, top ten
2: in the nation. Yeah, they got exposed early, though. That was more of a they probably hey, didn't. The, the both, team didn't get exposed. The, the Houston Nut got exposed. That
4: more more likely so. But yeah, 2008 football. I, I had a buddy asked Richard who said that Tom Mars. If you're
2: listening, I, I did not criticize Houston Nut. Yeah, I did. I, I'm the one that said, "Hey, here's an idea." The best player on this team's name is Dexter McCluster. Let's not give the ball to him until the game on the road against an okay South Carolina team in an unbelievable environment. Let's not give it to him because we're worried he might be too fragile until the game's out of reach. Strategy. You, you just wouldn't understand. Strategy.
3: I mean, there's a reason there, Nobody a, has hired him, and it's not because NCAA trouble at Ole Miss or what they said about his violations at
2: Ole Miss. There, there's an R.E. that I can come up with, and it starts with dumb, and it's got <laughs> more <laughs> syllables. Yeah. There you
3: go. But that's I think that it, in terms of local example, at least on the Ole Miss side, I'm sure people will find some baseball teams that should have been better than they were. But as far as the inconsistency of result, beating number 4 Florida, beating LSU in Baton Rouge the way they did, beating Texas Tech, who was in the top 10 at the time, and losing to Vanderbilt, Wake Forest, and a bad South Carolina team is as similar a comparison as I can come up with.
2: It's pretty good. You look at the Ole Miss schedule this year. Sorry, that was baseball that I pulled up. I meant to pull up the basketball schedule. Here you go. The basketball schedule this year. You go back to December, and after Ole Miss had to wait for a while to start the season, they jump out to a four and zero start, and then they lose by three at Dayton, and then they lose to Alabama to start SEC play. I don't think there's any shame in that. Alabama turned out to be pretty darn good this year. They lose by four at home to Wichita State. Wichita State's okay. Almost gave up 83 in that game. That's a good defensive Ole Miss team a lot of the time. And then they beat Auburn. And then they have a game against South Carolina postponed. And then they get crushed by LSU. And they lose by nine to Florida. And that was a game against Florida where it felt like Ole Miss had a chance. Florida was still trying to kind of figure themselves out at that point of the season. And then they lose a four-point game at home to Georgia, and that's one that just sticks with you. Beat Mississippi State, beat Texas A&M, get boat raced at Arkansas. Lose by 10 at Georgia. And Georgia was getting better, but Georgia's been absolutely up and down. Then you beat Tennessee, and you win at Auburn, and you win against Missouri, and you win against South Carolina, and you got things kind of moving in the right direction, Then boom, A thud against Mississippi State. Lose by 10 at home. But then bounce back with a good win against Missouri. And there you are, right back in the bubble conversation. And then a loss at Vanderbilt. And then you beat Kentucky. And I know we get the message on the ceasefire text. That's how I started. It says Kentucky's garbage. They are. But Kentucky has played better in the last month of the season. They lost a bunch of close games. And their roster is not without talent, but they have not been good. But you win that game. But right now, on the outside of the bubble looking in.
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. Still seeing delays, 20 eastbound in Hydes County just before exit 31. And in Rankin County, seeing delays and Brandon actually at Government and College Street. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good, just some after-school traffic to be watchful for. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital
0: Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
14: Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it.
6: Mississippi prisons are in crisis because of extremely long sentences and parole laws that offer no way out. These laws are costing us millions and don't make us any safer. State lawmakers are considering solutions that safely reduce the prison population. They need our support. Without reform, we all pay. Families, communities, and taxpayers. We can fix this crisis, but only if we act now. Paid for by Forward.us.
18: Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call C Spire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com.
9: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
15: You
2: have baseball going on right now, involving SEC teams. LSU leading Nichols three to two in the top of the seventh inning in Baton Rouge. Evansville is up two to one on Kentucky in the top of the third inning. Bottom of the third inning, Alabama leads five to nothing over Troy. Georgia and Kennesaw State were scheduled to play yesterday. They pushed that game to today. Excuse me, because of uh, inclement weather, it gets started uh, just about 10 minutes from now. Tennessee is at Austin P. Florida Atlantic is at Florida. Look out, Gators. That FAU team has been pretty darn good so far this season. Mississippi State and Southern Miss first pitch tonight, 6 o'clock at Trustmark Park in Pearl. Southern and LSU will play in Baton Rouge tonight at 6.30. First pitch for Ole Miss and Jackson State is at 6.30. And Incarnate Word is at Texas A&M. It kind of a light slate of games yesterday. Uh, mentioned the Ole Miss win over Memphis, sixteen to four. Kentucky beat Eastern Kentucky. South Carolina walloped Winthrop, nineteen to eight. Texas A&M beat Houston Baptist, four to nothing. So there are only four games on a Tuesday night in the SEC, which is strange. It's an odd Tuesday night. It was cold and it was wet in a bunch of places. James in Hattiesburg sending us a text on the ceasefire text line in response to Is there a team that you can think of in recent memory that has been more frustrating or has taken fans on more of a roller coaster ride than this year's Ole Miss basketball team did? He says the 05 basketball team at Ole Miss started 13 and 3 and 3 and 0 in the SEC. And they finished 14 and 16. Okay. 2015
4: baseball at Mississippi State started off, I think, 13 and 0 and finished dead last in the SEC. And didn't they get to number one in the country that year? No, that wasn't that year. I think you're thinking of uh, 06 where they started out really well and they were number one. That team actually made a regional, The the 15 team did not. The
3: difference, though, in this case, so I pulled up the schedule for that team he's referencing. Uh, I mean, after they beat Mississippi State on January 14th, they lost every remaining SEC game with the exception of one. So that's not a roller coaster. That's more of just kind of like a collapse. Like They went through the non-conference well, won a couple early SEC games. It's one of those
4: free-fall rides.
3: Right, they just fell apart. This current basketball team, one game they will show you that they could have been what everybody thought they were going to be by beating Tennessee, for example, beating Missouri twice. That looked like the team that they were supposed to be, which was really talented, played good defense, NCAA tournament team for sure. And then the next game, they would lose to Vanderbilt or they would lose to Georgia. It's one game they were, okay, they're going to make the tournament. The next game... Oh, it's a disaster. The next game, wait, they're back on the bubble. They just won that. That's it's different with this team because it's every week. It's like you're seeing a different
4: basketball team. And there's there's some of this with Mississippi State this year too. I can easily point to you know two or three games that State should have won. I think State is is 14 and 12 on the season. You know, we were talking about Ben hallen maybe being on the hot seat. I mean, if they were 17 and nine, there there would be none of that. I don't know if they would even be in the, the tournament discussion, but. You know, From a record standpoint, he would be doing pretty well. But it, they lost a, a game to Kentucky. They had a nine-point lead with eight minutes to go. They lost to Texas A&M. They had a tw- double-digit lead in the second half and lost by one. They lost to Ole Miss when Ole Miss was playing as poorly as they have all season. I think that that game is sort of what sparked Ole Miss going forward. So I can, I can do the same thing for Mississippi State. That's part of the reason people are – are not high on Howland right now as it feels like this team is underachieved because you've seen some moments when they just beat up Missouri, when they beat Florida, when they handled Georgia so easily, uh, at, in Athens that this team should be
2: better than, than you're seeing. <laughs> Ceasefire text line cracking me up today. Greg in Columbus wants to know if we will do a 10 second countdown to the five o'clock hour to celebrate the beginning of Mississippi's Liberation from the mask mandate—it's a historic day, and he is glad to be a part of it. That is Greg in Columbus. Thank you, Greg. Um, I think we're already at a commercial break, and when it's ten seconds from the uh, clock turning to
18: five, yeah, o'clock. yeah. And so then, I'm not sure and that then would we'll
3: work. we'll have John Cohen immediately, and I'm sure that he also is thankful that he might be able to put more people in his stadium. I'm, I'm not sure the first couple of minutes of his interview he'd like to spend on a celebration. I don't know. I I feel like he's got uh, he's a busy guy and so that may not be the best use of his time with us. But
2: um we what feel does you, Richard though? think about Biden basically calling him a Neanderthal today? Uh. <laughs> Did the president call me a Neanderthal? Yes, yeah, specifically you out by name? Uh,
3: yeah, it was Richard Cross, a radio host in Mississippi, is a Neanderthal. No, he uh he said that he was asked about Texas and Mississippi opening up and he said that's just Neanderthal thinking, and yeah. I Actually, I have. think
2: it's more like of a uh, limited government freedom type of thinking, but, hey, uh, you know, whatever. If that makes me a Neanderthal, so be it. I'm still willing to be careful. I still absolutely will encourage people to get the vaccine as soon as it is available for um, them. Sports Talk Mississippi, four o'clock hours next.
1: Your home for all sports Talk Mississippi, powered by your professionals at
19: Fox News. I'm Carrot McHugh. Texas Governor Greg Abbott announcing that his state is rolling back all coronavirus restrictions and lifting mask mandates. President Biden disagrees. I
6: think it's a big mistake. Look. Thank you. I hope everybody's realized by now, these masks make a difference. We are on the
1: cusp of being able to fundamentally change the nature of this disease.
19: The White House says Americans must remain vigilant. Results from a survey involving COVID-19 and small businesses may surprise you.
14: The findings come from a Census Bureau report that was released this week. It says 70% of the small businesses surveyed said no when they were asked if they would require workers to get a negative COVID-19 test before returning to work. 10% 10% said yes, 20% said it didn't apply to them. Fox's
19: Rob Dawson, America is listening to Fox News.
9: Engagements offer the promise of eternal love. Confirm that inspiration with a stunning diamond from Albert Every stone is carefully selected for its color, cut, and clarity. From classic solitaires to multiple stone selections, All Britons offers the latest designs celebrated for splendor and value. All Britons, four generations strong
13: and still Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation.
15: At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a master tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience.
13: Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm
16: Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Despite the lifting of statewide restrictions, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explains new public health
9: guidance for those in at risk populations. Please get vaccinated before you do any mass gathering, including church, funerals, sporting events, weddings. Get vaccinated get protected.
16: Those with underlying health conditions and those over 65 are eligible to be vaccinated along with teachers and first responders. For more information on the lifting of state-issued mask mandates and other restrictions, visit supertalk.fm. And after nearly two days of searching, the body of a man that drowned in Pascagoula Sunday has been recovered.
20: Grady Williams of Moss Point was launching his boat when it drifted away. The 54 year old went after it, but ended up going under and never received. Surfaced, rain, wind, and fog made the search more difficult for the volunteers and many agencies that were involved
12: okay my name's not smoky and i'm certainly not a bear but i do come bearing an important message regarding wildfires if it's a windy day don't burn and make sure you're not under a burn ban because like the slogan says only you can prevent wildfires i know it sounds better when he says it so pretend it came from a big furry bear in a ranger hat and visit msforestry.com for more wildfire prevention tips a message from the
21: mississippi forestry commission through a grant from the usda forest service Calm.
16: In October, the Pentagon expressed concern regarding suicide rates in active-duty service members, citing a steady rise in cases. Chief Master Sergeant Jason Buckley with Keesler Air Force Base says they're seeing some positive changes.
9: Our airmen are speaking up earlier. They've been empowered to speak out about the things that are challenging them, not the least of which is the mental challenges that our young airmen in training will experience, and we're getting them to help sooner um, to keep them from going so far as to hurting themselves or, worse yet, taking their lives.
16: And welcome news for the city of Hattiesburg.
20: The unemployment rate for the Hattiesburg Metropolitan Statistical Area is close to its pre-pandemic rate. It currently sits at 5.2%. That's not the 4.2% rate seen before COVID, but it's a huge improvement from the almost 13% rate experienced in April of last year. For all things Mississippi, check us out online
22: at
16: supertalk.fm. Steven Gagliano, Supertalk.
17: eat U.S. farm-raised catfish.
7: To all well, the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3.
1: Okay! Let's go. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Don't
6: hurt yourself!
1: Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi.
14: <laughs>
2: Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thank you for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon, middle of the week. Big baseball night coming up with Mississippi State and Southern Miss playing in Pearl and Old Miss hosting Jackson State in Oxford. We are always glad to have you along for the ride, and we welcome... Uh, your interaction on the C Spire text line, 601 is the number, 601 Want faster phones? C Spire is on it. They're rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage more reliability, and more speed. Plus, it's even easier to experience 5G for yourself with C Real Deal Plan. Unlimited talk and text, 10 gigs of high-speed data, only $45 per month for each line with auto pay. No bull. Learn more at cspire.com. Again, that number is 601-879-4395. We were talking basketball a second ago. There were four games last night in the league. Borky, did your NBA pick cover? Oh heck, no! They got smoked last night. Okay,
3: inexplicably, Jokic is great, but my goodness, that was it was awful. So zero for one. I did win Arkansas though, so I went one for one yesterday. Not all bad.
2: Alabama seventy, Auburn fifty-eight. Oh, I believe Alabama so cool. was favored by eleven, and I believe so cool. that was a cover. Arkansas one hundred and one, South Carolina seventy three. Third time this season that Arkansas has scored more than one hundred points in a game. LSU eighty three, Vanderbilt sixty eight. I think that's the one that I liked yesterday. I liked Auburn, by the way. So no, 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 bueno.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, yep. You liked Auburn and you liked Kentucky. Yeah. So you went over two.
4: It happened. Fade, dad. You
2: know. Uh, oh, well done. Three games tonight. uh, That's not right. Two games tonight. Mississippi State is a a five-and-a-half point favorite at Texas A&M. First game for A&M since January 31st.
4: Are you serious? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Have not played a single game of basketball in over a month.
3: I bet Buzz has got some vests ready to go, too. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I mean, I think I like Mississippi State as a five-and-a-half-point favorite, but who the heck knows? I mean, that if it doesn't reek
4: of State just going over there and laying an egg against a team that hasn't played in a month,
2: I, I wouldn't touch this game. Missouri is getting four points at Florida. The Gators are favored at home tonight against the uh, Missouri Tigers. Which Missouri is going to show up? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Missouri's got to win against Illinois. Illinois yeah. smoked Michigan, Michigan last night. Last night. Yeah. <laughs> smoked them. Yeah. Anyway. Um all right, Hayden. We mentioned this yesterday and never got into it, and I'm curious what information you have. So Brad Peterson, who is a former high school coach, successful high school coach in the state of Mississippi was on staff at Mississippi State for the last handful of years. Mm-hmm. And his job was it was in the recruiting operation. Right. And if I remember correctly, the way it was kind of described was he was he was the high school football liaison in Mississippi. His job was yeah. to maintain and build relationships with high school coaches and high school programs and connect them to Mississippi State. And by all accounts, did a good job of that. Yes, very good job. He has moved on in his career, and so Mississippi State, we think, is about to fill that position. The question is, who is going to fill that spot on the staff? There's been some rumbling. Maybe it's more than rumbling. Maybe it's like ironclad at this point. I don't know. Jay Hobson in that role. That, that Jay Hobson the has, has coached. Been, uh, most prevalent, yeah. All over the place in the state of Mississippi. he has got deep ties here. Been in college football for a long time. Does that make sense to you?
4: Well, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's a former head coach at two different universities in this state as a Mississippi native. You know, if, if this is a job that to me is all about connections. It's it's not about anything else connections and relationships. There's Jay Hobson is going to have those connections and those relationships with the high schools, coaches in this state. Um especially in you know the pine belt is a great area to recruit from, a lot of talent there. He should have some strong connections there. Um so yeah, I, if that is indeed, you know, and we're sort of dealing with rumors here because obviously nothing's been made official, but yeah. if that is indeed the the route Mississippi State's going to go, I feel like that's a that's about as good a a, a hire as you can make for that position.
2: I ask you guys, and we were talking about this in our uh, production meeting yesterday, is that what we're calling it, a production, production meeting? Sure. Um, whether or not Jay Hobson falls into the – and look, I, I do not mean this as even a bit of a slight. It is the world in which we live in college football coaching – but a bit of a Mississippi mercenary, played at Ole Miss, coached at Tulane, and then Delta State, and then LSU, and then Florida, and then Marshall, and then Southern Miss, and then Ole Miss, and then back at Southern Miss, and then Michigan, and then Memphis, and then Alcorn State as a head coach, and then Southern Miss as a head coach. 60-40 and as a head coach. So he has not yet coached at Mississippi State, but he has coached at Delta State, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, and Alcorn State. And so I asked the question, biggest mercenary in coaching in the state of Mississippi? He's, he's and we came list. up with a couple of other names that, that kind of fit the bill as well, though. Yeah. Tony Hughes,
4: Melvin Smith would be on that list. Yeah, I put Jim Carmody on that list. He was the head coach at Southern, but he coached at Ole Miss and Mississippi State as well. Yeah. Uh, did Curly Hallman ever coach at, at Ole Miss? Uh, no, okay. Because he was at State and at Southern. Um, there's there's got to be a few more guys like that that have just been. Bob Tyler
2: you know, was at Ole Miss and at Mississippi Boston. State. Yeah, yeah, and and later in his career became the head coach at Millsaps. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
4: Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else off the top of my head. I mean, we talked about you know. When, when all this Zach Arnett stuff was going on, we talked about assistant coaches and how this is their life. You know, they, they they travel. They move they move from job to job. We talked about Les Kenning, a guy who's taken 19 jobs since 1980. I mean, it, this is just sort of, you know, the way it is. But that said, it is sort of – the guys who coached, especially at State and at Ole Miss are, are – I think Terrell Buckley is now on that list as well. Deke Adams is yeah. no longer at Ole Miss, but, you know, has done both. It's always funny to me how, you know, you go from, oh, you – don't want to go to Ole Miss. That's the worst place to send your kid. Fast forward thirty days, you know, in somebody's <laughs> life. Oh, Ole Miss! What a great place for and a it's young man to the SIP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, Jay Hobson, If you know, indeed, those rumors are true. I think that's a, getting back to that. I think that's a very solid hire uh, for Mississippi State. You know, I think he'll, he, he can keep the uh, the positive momentum that Brad Peterson brought to that position going. <sighs>
2: Jay Hobson is one of the most personable people in coaching that I've ever been around. He um he's he's kind of an all shucks guy. But I don't mean that as like a, a pejorative at all. I, when I just very word down home Mississippi. He sounds, thank you. Did you have a bet, uh, Richard? Or somebody you could work pejorative in there with somebody? We
4: need to start no. writing
3: these down and just put them out on social media. Richard's word of the day was pejorative.
2: Pejorative. Mm. Yeah,
3: you're like Moira from uh, the the television show. The show is called Schitt's Creek. Um, S C H C H I T
2: T apostrophe S. That's right. It is the you, name um, of a show. You're, oh, you're
3: out. It is the name of a show. And she, as it turns out, you thought that this character had an expansive vocabulary, but it turns out she was just making up most of the words. Catherine O'Hara is the actress that played this character. That might be what you're doing here, because none of us know what that word he's means. He's got one
4: of those calendars, that the word of the day calendar. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I mean, you could have just made up pejorative,
2: and I'd have had no idea if it was real or not. So I'm going to start calling you Moira. Pejorative. Adjective. Expressing contempt or disapproval. Noun. A word expressing contempt or disapproval. I didn't mean it that way at all. I think I used it correctly. You did. You did a good job. Yeah. We have uh, we have other submissions to this category. Uh, Bob Tyler. Oh, we mentioned Bob Tyler. Tom Gould ah, is a good name one, that has come up. Very old school, yeah. Joe Lee Dunn. Put some socks mm. on that man. He's bringing the house. Joe Lee Dunn, defensive coordinator at both Ole Miss and Mississippi State, and Memphis, and an interim head coach at Ole Miss as well. Yeah. I remember the uh, the buttons that they made, like the uh, little pin-on buttons on your sh- uh, shirt that said, it's a done deal, D-U-N-N deal. <sighs> Print the t-shirt.
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call 601-605-4443. Still having delays eastbound on 20 just before Norrell, and in Brandon. Look for delays at College Street and Government. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good so far. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946.
0: Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today.
12: This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs.
8: J.T. here. Jackson, I'd love to have you join me tomorrow from 10 to 1 for the J.T. show. We'll hang out and talk about the hot issues of the day right here on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Hey, guys. what happened? What the heck are you doing?
1: Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi.
2: To Jolie Dunn on the C Spire text line, he definitely dressed himself. <clears throat> Buckeye Steve says, Keep using them big words and you'll lose most of your audience. <laughs> <laughs> Brian says, What's a production meeting? I don't really have those either, but it's just not physically possible. Yeah, it's more like a virtual production meeting. Yeah. Spend a little time together in the mornings talking about guest ideas and topics and Sometimes you get a FaceTime out of it. You never Yeah, a random accidental FaceTime. That's great. <laughs> that was supposed to be a, a, a three way call this morning and all of a sudden the multi person FaceTime video pops up. There you go. Um question where did Brad Peterson go? Hey Dad.
4: Well, I don't know the exact name of the company. Let me
2: see if I can find it. Well, him. no, he's, I mean, like, generally,
4: what is he doing Into the now. private business sector.
2: Okay. Just just chose to leave college football, the football world, and get
4: into right. the business He right. Didn't world. take another job or didn't get, take a, a job to get back on the field anywhere.
2: Just to, He's in the private business sector now. Jeff in Oxford. I'm glad you brought this up, Jeff. Wasn't it surreal having a Kessinger pitch for Memphis last night and hearing his dad, Keith, as a color analyst on the TV broadcast? My mind was spinning. Yeah, I think Keith's mind was spinning a little bit as well. He and I talked about that earlier today. We'll work together on the broadcast tonight on the TV side. And I think it was hard. Chase Kessinger, who is Keith's son pitched at Oxford High School, went to Northeast Community College for a couple of years, and then got an opportunity to continue his baseball career at Memphis. Uh, Darren Schoenrock brought him in, Russ McNichol, pitching coach there. Certainly those are names that are familiar to Mississippi State fans. Still at Memphis, gosh. He's in his 17th season. Yeah. And McNichol's been with him for 16 years. That's crazy. I mean, I vividly remember... When Rock was hired for that job. Good dude. But both both of those guys are as good as they get. Um but but yeah, um, it was I mean, think if you think about the lineage of that family, you got Don Kessinger, who was a multi sport all American at Ole Miss and went on to have an incredible career with the Cubs, and then came back as the head coach of Ole Miss baseball. Keith, the older of the two brothers, played baseball at Ole Miss, ended up getting to the big leagues for a short time with the Cincinnati Reds organization. Kevin was an outfielder at Ole Miss and dealt with some injuries that kind of slowed his career down and probably kept him from a similar path to the big leagues. Kevin's son, Gray, was obviously the starting shortstop for three years and then you had Chase who had that opportunity last night and that outing didn't go the way he wanted to got a ground ball out to start things and then struggle with control after that and uh, and had some walks and and got pulled
3: yeah uh, not to make light of you know his son not playing well i did i got a little chuckle out of him describing kessinger's command issues i mean i just could you imagine being dad having to put the analyst hat on and yeah, you know, Kessinger's just really having trouble with his command right now.
2: Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> That's got to be hard. Yeah, because, I mean, your dad first, right? And and, and you want your, your son to do And I'll be honest I think most of the people that were at that game that realized what was happening, Ole Miss was very much in control at this point. And I think there were a lot of people that would have been like, you know, what would it hurt if he gets a ground ball and a couple of flyouts and has a one two three inning yeah. and then, you know, go on about it? I, I couldn't help but want that for him. Or maybe he gives up a couple of hits, but then he gets a fly ball and a ground out to get out of it or, or something along those lines. Um, Mike wants to know, was that the first game for Memphis? They showed zero batting averages for all their players. Yeah, I don't know what that was about, Mike. Um, no, they were 4-0 and going into that game last night and will travel to Baylor this weekend. Uh, Memphis did not play well in that game. They, they had trouble. Um, it, it was kind of, from a storyline standpoint, it was kind of cool. Carson Stinnett, the starter for Memphis last night, who's been really good so far this year and in his career, former pitcher at Oxford High School. So he's back in his hometown pitching, and it didn't go away. He's not somebody that walks guys, and he walked a bunch of guys last night. Uh, and then you also have Chase Kessinger pitching in the game. So uh, it's pretty cool. P- pretty cool moment. I hate for Chase that it did not go better than he would have liked, and... Uh, Hope those opportunities keep coming around and he gets uh, a chance to uh, be part of that bullpen for for Memphis. So, it was a little surreal, though. Don't you know the nerves were there big time for him? Mm. That's tough. So, Peterson will be working for an architectural firm. Okay.
4: Good to know. Yeah, Mach- Machado Patano, engineering out of Biloxi, but he's going to stay in Starfall evidently. So good for him. Machado we'll
2: Patato?
3: Ah, potato it right. potato. whatever. That, that sounds like a Netflix children's show. You're thinking of Hakuna Matata. Or Bob the Builder. <laughs> or Coco Melon, which is now a new thing that we're trying in the house right now. Yeah. The parents it's not the best cartoon out, effort of all time. Like the, the songs are good for a kid his age. Me, he's year in a few months. The parents creep me out. Like their eyes, there's just no life behind those eyes at all. You know what I mean? So they're like normal parents. Like one day you'll find out that uh, the the parents of Coco Melon were like growing marijuana in their attic or something. You know, there's just something really <laughs> weird about these people.
2: Uh, well, while we're on the cartoon thing, two two thoughts. One, Caillou weirds me out. It's like, come He's on. He's done now, just... though. Doesn't exist anymore. But did it get canceled? I believe so, correct, yeah. It, so what did they do wrong with Caillou? No, 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 no. Not, not canceled in the,
17: uh... Oh, I, yeah, I, meant, I thought
2: you meant, like, cancel culture.
4: No, no, I, I meant just, like, they, they decided the show wasn't going to be on the air anymore.
2: Oh, I got you. Uh, Dr. Seuss Enterprises canceled six of its books. Yeah. Of course they did. Uh, my wife has come to the realization, and I don't disagree with it, and maybe you have had these thoughts before, a lot of the storylines in Disney movies are pretty demented. <laughs> yeah. I like, mean, if
4: you ever see a Disney movie and like the parents are alive? Just go ahead and get a box of Kleenex because they're going
2: to be dead soon enough. I mean, the the story of Rapunzel. Yeah, she up. she gets kidnapped as a baby and held hostage for eighteen years of her life.
4: I've got a good one for you. You be your kids big Frozen fans? Your daughter? Yeah. All right, you know that the scene where. Uh, uh, Oh, what's the guy's name? Anyway, he goes into the the, the jail cell, and on, and Elsa's in there, and she's got those those chains on her hands that are covering up her hands. You know what I'm saying? Uh, All right. no, okay. All right. So her hands are covered up. Well, he couldn't have built that. Her parents built that cell in case she ever got out of control. Hmm. Just something to think about.
3: I mean, onward, which. Have you seen Onward? Have you watched that with the kids yet? Chris Pratt's a voice in it. It's kind of a modern Disney movie. Um, It caused an emotional reaction at the end, but when you think about it, the movie's about these two boys whose father passes away, and one of them learns that he has magic and can bring his dad back, but does the spell wrong and only brings the bottom half of his dad back, so it's just the legs, and they spend the next day trying to get the rest of their dad back. And then once they finally get him back, he's only uh, alive for a couple minutes, and one of the brothers gets to talk to him, and then he dies again. That's a movie for children.
4: There you go. Hmm.
2: Somebody says, if you think the Disney versions are dark, you should look up the original Grimm versions.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hansel and Gretel, I think they eat the witch. Oy, oy. Uh,
2: let's get back to Sports. Ah, this was kind of fun. Dad, it's it was kind, kind of, of fun. I won't lie. You know, bit of a, just a bit of a sidebar. Yeah. Hey, Dad, this question is for you. Can you speak right. to the very poor up-and-down season of the MSU women's basketball program? Uh, it's been very bad. Very,
4: you know, you talked about an inconsistent season. I don't even know how up-and-down it's been, honestly, for Mississippi State. It's been a lot of down. Um, looks like they're going to get into the NCAA tournament, but just sort of barely. And, uh... What do you think happened? Man. I mean, it's obvious that we, we overrated the talent a little bit, but this, this, this team is not this bad. They just aren't. They have the talent to be a lot better. They've lost games they should not have lost this year. So I don't know if there's a disconnect between Nikki McRae penson and the team or what she wants to do schematically-wise doesn't work. I don't know. But it's, it's not good. They've got to fix it. It's going to be a quick uh, tenure for her, I would think, here in Starkville.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Keith Carter, Ole Miss Athletics Director, will join us next on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau.
14: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, we'll have rain showers, high near 50 degrees. Tonight, 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 40. Wednesday, partly sunny conditions, high near 59. Wednesday evening, mostly clear and cold, low around 38. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 67. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 42. And a beautiful day on Friday, partly sunny conditions, high near 63. This weather, service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
6: Mississippi prisons are in crisis because of extremely long sentences and parole laws that offer no way out. These laws are costing us millions and don't make us any safer. State lawmakers are considering solutions that safely reduce the prison population. They need our support. Without reform, we all pay. Families, communities, and taxpayers. We can fix this crisis, but only if we act now. Paid for by Forward.us Gallo here for
7: AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family owned, not a franchise. 28 years experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full year warranty. You mention my name, he'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's the AC Expert 769 cool Or email directly, theacexperts at yahoo.com. And on Facebook at AC Experts. Or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended.
10: Madison Sellers proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Sellers Premium Wine and Spirits, Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. This is JT.
8: If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, majesticmetalsinc.com.
3: Hey, this
17: is Jimmy Primos at the Range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing
7: was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many
17: of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to
7: celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us.
16: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Despite the lifting of statewide restrictions, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explains new public health
9: guidance for those in at risk populations. Please get vaccinated before you do any mass gathering, including church, funerals, sporting events, weddings. Get
16: vaccinated get protected. Those with underlying health conditions and those over 65 are eligible to be vaccinated along with teachers and first responders. For more information on the lifting of state-issued mask mandates and other restrictions, visit supertalk.fm. And after nearly two days of searching, the body of a man that drowned in Pascagoula Sunday has been recovered.
20: Grady Williams of Moss Point was launching his boat when it drifted away. The 54 year old went after it, but ended up going under and never researched. Rain, wind, and fog made the search more difficult for the volunteers and many agencies that were involved.
1: Thousands of Bulldog fans have subscribed to the Thunder and Lightning podcast. Have you? On each episode, Brian Haydad and Joel Coleman give you an inside look at your Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Thunder and Lightning podcast is free and available on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Thunder and Lightning on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thunder and Lightning from Supertalk Mississippi. Covering the Bulldogs like no one else. What I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Woo! Keith Carter is the athletics director at Ole Miss. He joins us on the Farm Bureau phone line right now, and we're just going to jump right in. Uh, finite amount of time, a lot of questions after uh, the news yesterday from the uh, governor's office. Keith, certainly appreciate your time on what i'm assuming has been maybe a busier day than you had planned on a uh, wednesday in early march
11: yeah thanks for having me richard uh certainly had to uh adjust some of the meetings and 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 pivot a little bit and and work on some other things but it's a good thing and uh you know i think we've been able to do that i think our our staff has worked really hard and uh you know looking forward to, to seeing where we can go
2: all right, so what is on everybody's mind is what does this mean for Ole Miss baseball? And so kind of curious where you are in a planning uh, or from a planning standpoint and what baseball is going to look like going forward. Obviously the news yesterday, the governor leaves 50% capacity restrictions for indoor arenas but lifts all capacity restrictions on outdoor sporting venues.
11: Yeah. Um, You know, Richard, there's going to be a a video that's going to uh, come out very shortly, uh, probably within the next few minutes, that's going to explain some of our process and and kind of what we're looking at. Obviously, uh, you know, with the governor loosening the restrictions, uh, it gives us an opportunity to to bring more folks into Swayze and and, and other, you know, venues, uh, outdoor venues for our spring sports that we're looking forward to. Uh, You know, obviously, we've got to do it in a a safe and responsible way. And and I think it, it would be a little bit irresponsible just to kinda of rip the band-aid off and go from twenty five percent to a hundred percent right away. We wanna make sure that uh, we're doing it the right way and, and, and two, just logistically. You know, we we uh we've we gotta change some some procedures and and, and get our stadium kinda uh, ready for a larger capacity. Obviously we've got seats that are zip tied and uh, barbecue grills that have been taken out and a lot of different things that, that we've got to just do logistically as well. So it's gonna take us a, a few days to, to do some of that stuff. But uh, you know, I think we've got a great plan for increasing capacity. And, you know, our our goal is that, uh, you know, as we continue to, to push forward, obviously we're going to continue to monitor the virus and, you know, what it looks like from a, a health and safety standpoint. But uh, I feel like we've got a great plan to, to phase in this approach of uh, expanding our outdoor attendance
23: for sure.
2: All right, so if it's phased in, are you to the point where you're ready to say, okay, from a percentage standpoint, you know, this coming weekend it gets to X, and then we hope in two weeks it gets to X plus whatever?
11: No, you know, I'm not sure we're ready to, to put out specific numbers yet, Richard. Um, you know, we're working We're working hard to, again, maximize and optimize what we can do in, in a safe and, and healthy manner. Um, you know, I think our, our folks are going to be getting calls, uh, you know, here over the next few days that that uh, you know it talked about getting season tickets before February one. Obviously, we had to tell a lot of those people, you know unfortunately, you're not gonna be able to get into the stadium, so we're gonna try to get with those folks. And you know anyone who had ordered a season ticket before February first, we're gonna give them the opportunity to to get into the stadium. Uh, and then, from there, we're just gonna kind of assess where we are, and uh, you know hopefully we'll be able to sell some game by game tickets as well you know, as we move forward. But, you know, obviously we've got a couple of weeks here before SEC play starts. And, you know, I think it's very important for us to to, to not only do this fast, but but to get it right. And I I just think that's very important. I think our staff has done a great job of working through that. Uh, Obviously a lot of conversations with the SEC office, uh, with, with John Cohen and Jeremy McClain, you know, other guys in the state. Uh, to kind of to, to do this together, you know, to, to kind of phase this in and, and make sure we're all on the same page there and, and we're doing it the right way. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think that putting out a, a, a specific percentage right now is the right thing to do, but, you know, I can tell our fans and our donors and, and all those that want to get in this that we're working very hard to, to get them all back in there as soon as possible.
2: For people that bought season tickets this year because there was such a limited number, first of all the season was was split in half. You either got, you know, package A or package B. Is there an option for people that bought tickets originally to now be able to go to all of the games as opposed to just half of the season?
11: Yeah, so any anyone who had was in our system that had ordered a season ticket before February 1st will now have the option to go to all the games. And so that's a that's a great start. You know that's a that's a good number for us. It it keeps us at a, a percentage that we feel like is a healthy, uh, a healthy number as we kind of monitor and, and you know look at everything we need to over the next few weeks. And and again, I think we've got a little bit of a test case here with some midweek games and some non-conference weekends that um, you know we're going to be able to, to to work through. And again, try to make sure we're doing things the right way. So we're excited about it. We think that it's going to give our folks an opportunity to to come to games, enjoy games, and. Um, you know, again, we're going to hopefully have an opportunity to sell some tickets at the, uh, you know, at the at the press at the, the, the box as well, and and hopefully uh, get some more people in there. But uh, all of those people who are originally, you know, wanting to have those season tickets, they're going to get an opportunity to come to all the games.
2: Keith, I'm curious because of the allocation process that you had to use. Most people. Are not in the seats that they were in in years past. So, you know, if you sat in section A in years past, you might be in section N now, or you might be in the outfield now. With more seats opening up, are the people who got seats that are vastly different from where they're used to being? Is there an opportunity for them to move from the outfield back into the stadium? Or do you, what I'm asking?
11: Yes, and, and in theory, Richard, everyone again who had who had signed up for season tickets before February first uh, would go back into their original seats. Uh, they would go okay. back to their original number of season tickets. You know, we were capped at four with the twenty five percent. So, you know, really, it's pretty much back to business as usual for those folks. Um, you know, again, it, it's not going to be a full capacity. You know, there there was we did not sell quite as many season tickets this year. Um, as we have in the past, we we had uh, kind of cut it off at a certain point. So there's going to be others that are going to want to get into the mix and 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 try to get into the stadium. And certainly we're working toward that. But uh, we just felt like it was the right thing to do to to let all of those people that you know had had shown loyalty and and had wanted those season tickets to to get them back in. So they'll be able to get back in their original seats with their original ticket numbers.
2: Okay, so I, and, and I, I think you said, I'm, I'm just going to ask it a different way to make sure that I understand, if you were a previous season ticket holder and you signed up to buy season tickets prior to February 1st, then you are going to return to the location of your previous seats as this unfolds? That is correct. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure we got a, a question on the ceasefire text line as you were, uh, as you were mentioning that. Um, what about other safety measures in place? The mask mandate statewide was lifted. Is there still, still going to be a, a policy where masks are required in the stadium?
11: Yeah. So we will continue a, a face mask policy. And basically, Richard, it will be for ingress and egress as you are in transit throughout the stadium. So if you're, Uh, not in your seat, you're going to the restroom, you're going to the concession stand, you're going to need to have that mask on. But when you get to your seat, you you will be able to take your mask off. So um, we felt like we needed to make sure that we were trying to to uphold some of these safety protocols. Obviously, we've got people that are going to be in elevators. We've got people that are going to be in uh, queuing lines for for concessions and those type of things. So uh, we felt like that was important. So you know, one of the important things our folks will need to remember is that they will need that mask to enter the stadium. Uh, and they'll need it to move around the stadium. But once they get to their seat, they, they'll be able to take it off. All
2: right, I'm going to try and th- throw three more questions at you in uh, in a couple of minutes as we wrap things up. And I really appreciate you giving us some time this afternoon. What about left field? Uh, I've had some questions from people that have had tents out there in grill sections out there. Curious what that's going to look like for them going forward.
11: Left field, will go back to normal. Um, we will we will allow those um, those grills and, and those ten areas back in. Um, we are starting this weekend. Yes, yeah, starting this weekend. Um, okay. We will move the chairs that are currently in left field over to right field, um, and so that each of our students, uh, we, we will actually double our student section out in right field as well. Um, each of those students will have a seat out there. Um, so that's, that's one thing we've looked at. And and again, a lot of conversations with, with John and I believe John's coming on the show later. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're in lockstep with, with Mississippi state, Talked to Jeremy McLean this morning at Southern Miss. I think everybody agrees. This is, this is the right way to do it. Um, you know, Richard, the other thing that I really want to stress is that, you know, none of the safety protocols for our student athletes have changed. Uh, all of the testing protocols are the same. Uh, we're creating buffer zones around our dugouts, our bullpens, those type of things to make sure that, uh, you know, they would not be in contact with our with our attending fans um, because that's obviously priority number one for us is keeping them safe. So all of that will stay the same, and, and obviously a lot of the health precautions will, will stay in place in the stadium. We'll just have more people there.
2: And one of the other two questions I was going to ask you about was students in right field. So you said doubling the number of students. So ballpark number, what does that give them the opportunity for out beyond right field?
11: Richard, we're going to double the number in right field. So twice it,
2: we need as to many as right were there, there last weekend. Fair enough. Um, and then basketball on Saturday, uh, any changes for basketball based on the restrictions going up to 50% there? I know it's only one game left, and maybe that makes a difference.
11: Yeah, and obviously we're going to increase. I mean, we were at 10%. Where, where Most of the teams in our league were around 25% anyway. So we're going to increase there. Uh, we're going to uh, sell some extra student tickets as well. Um, our ticket office is going to work in conjunction with some of our uh, season ticket holders that when we went to 10%, similar to baseball, once we went to 10%, we had to tell yeah. some folks no. We're going to reach out to those folks and see if they want to come to the game Saturday. So should be a nice crowd there for Vanderbilt on, on Saturday evening.
2: When did you switch from AD to politician, this whole dodging numbers thing? This is new for you.
11: <laughs> well, you know, this, this is a very, very sensitive Topic, Richard. I mean, you know, in all know. seriousness, this is this is something that uh, you know we're excited about. I think think the other the other institutions in our state are excited about as well. But at the same time, the virus is still here. You know, it, it's yeah. still here, and, and it has. We have got to be very careful with this. I think you know one of the main things. Obviously, we know baseball is important. We know our other spring sports are important. Uh, we know hosting regionals in this state for, for baseball and softball are important. Uh, but also, you know, on the broader scale, we got to think about next fall. You know, we don't want sure. to do anything trying to move quickly. That is going to hurt us for the fall and, and next year. You know, we, we want to we want to make this a, a one year issue. So uh, we're going to do everything we can to to make sure we're we're optimizing.
5: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and in Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Look for delays eastbound on 20 in Hines County just before exit 31. And in uh, Brandon still seeing delays College and Government Street. Elsewhere things looking pretty good. Buckle up, drive safe, and have a great evening. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop.
15: Call them at 601-353-5217.
13: Make a donation and help change your life today.
6: Mississippi prisons are in crisis because of extremely long sentences and parole laws that offer no way out. These laws are costing us millions and don't make us any safer. State lawmakers are considering solutions that safely reduce the prison population. They need our support. Without reform, we all pay. Families, communities, and taxpayers. We can fix this crisis, but only if we act now. Paid for by Forward.us. Thank you. Hey, it's
2: Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford Trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't want to miss.
7: Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
1: Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk, Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk, Mississippi. <laughs>
2: Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. A lot of information in a short amount of time from, uh, from Keith Carter. By the way, you didn't miss anything right there at the very end. He was kind of wrapping up uh that final thought as we uh, went to break little inside baseball inside radio we have what are called hard timed breaks and so there's like a 60 second countdown to the break and there's absolutely nothing we can do to stop that commercial from firing when it's programmed and goes out across all of the super talk mississippi stations uh across the state so uh, big thanks to uh Keith Carter let's try to recap first and foremost If you are a season ticket holder who renewed your tickets this year before February 1st, then you will now be eligible for your original season tickets, not the spot that you were relocated to. You will be eligible for your original season ticket location and the original number of tickets that you were in line to buy. So if you had eight season tickets in Section A in the past, you will be able to get all eight of your season tickets, and you will be able to get all eight of them in your original seats in Section A, and they will be for the entire season, not for half of the season. So that's good news for season ticket holders. Um, Student attendance in right field is doubling we did not get a specific number on that, and I was not twice trying to paint him into. For some reason, I thought that there was a number that was out there that was like published a few weeks ago. Apparently, that wasn't the case. So I was trying to come up with a number: how many students you were talking about in right field? Not going to get that number, uh, and, but that's fine. So it's twice. But look, I mean, twice last many. weekend, if you guys watched the the UCF game last Friday night, there was a a sizable number, a respectable number of students that were out in right field. And there can be twice that many there starting this weekend.
3: Maybe I'm reading in between lines that don't exist, but that definitely sounded like uh, y'all come and you'll be allowed in. Y'all, y'all come on now, because I mean, if the number was what two thousand and it goes up to four, that's kind of about how many students go out there anyway. So, if, yeah, I don't think the numbers are that big.
2: So, I think it's significantly less than that. Yeah, I think,
18: but that's that, okay. Yeah,
2: progress, making progress. I listen, I do I mentioned yesterday that I had spoken, had reached out to the SEC office and had gotten a little bit of feedback. And you gotta realize the position the league is in. It has a big footprint. Big swath of the United States, the southeastern part of the United States, makes up the SEC footprint. And you have Presidents and athletics directors at 14 different schools who don't necessarily see everything the same way. It is important to know that the SEC does not have a restriction in place on attendance like had been reported by some that it does. But I do believe, I I know for a fact, that the league office was not wild about the idea of going from 20 or 25% to 100%. And I think that there was some concern out there. You know, The the last thing you would want is some school president saying, we're not going to Mississippi to play a series this weekend, whether it's Oxford or Starkville, where they're just letting people run wild with no restrictions. We've worked hard. We've still got restrictions in place. We're not going to let our guys do that. And that would put the, the league in a really, really difficult position. And so I think Keith Carter mentioned he and John Cohen and Jeremy McLean had all talked, and they're all kind of trying to do this thing in, in about the same way, kind of within the same parameters. Um, I think they're trying to work in conjunction with the league. He, never, he did not say this, and my guess is John Cohen will not say this, But they want to fill these stadiums up as quickly as they possibly can with as many people as they can to create that environment. And guess what? Arkansas wants to do the exact same thing. LSU. LSU wants to do the same thing, but LSU is in a different place politically because of the state in which it resides. And I don't know that LSU is going to get to the numbers that Mississippi State and Ole Miss are going to get to at least not right away. I think Florida, with the governor there, with Governor DeSantis, is going to probably be pretty close to jumping on board with this before long. I would think that South Carolina would probably not be too terribly far behind. may take a little while longer in Tennessee. Vanderbilt said today they were going to let a few season ticket holders in Oh, hopefully not one. Hopefully as one and they don't need to let in. they were not yeah. going to charge those people that they were giving tickets to. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Old strategy, Cotton. I suppose. I mean, if you're only letting a 100 in, what difference does it make? And I don't know what the number is there. All right, so we just heard from Keith Carter. And, yes, left field tents will be allowed starting this weekend. They're putting the grills back on the posts, and left field is going to be like it was. John Cohen joins us next on the Farm Bureau phone line.
1: You're
7: listening to WNN4
1: talk Mississippi, powered by Your Tree Professionals at Verona Tree Pros, online at veronatreepros.com.fm.
19: News, I'm Karen McHugh. Harsh words from the Senate minority leader for the $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill now in the Senate's court. This is not the same country we had a year ago. Only
7: 9%
19: of this $1.9 trillion is related to health care. Kentucky's Mitch McConnell on Fox. The bill includes $1,400 stimulus checks for those who qualify. Democrats say more money is needed to fight the economic effects of the pandemic. New York's governor says he will cooperate with the state attorney general's investigation into the sexual harassment scandal that continues to dog him but there is one thing he says he won't do i'm not going to resign Uh, i work for the people of the state of new york they elected me democrat andrew cuomo and reported threats of an attack on the capitol tomorrow have prompted the house to cancel its session america is listening to fox news
9: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now. Featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen
16: Gagliano and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In addition to following hospitalizations, Governor Tate Reeves explains a key detail in his decision to lift restrictions across the state.
17: Our case numbers have fallen to the point where no county currently meets the original criteria that we put in place for a mask mandate.
16: Masks will still be required in K-12 through schools in Mississippi. And a state economist is being asked to do projections on the bill that would phase out the income tax. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman says when you take $2.7 billion and begin moving things around, you want to avoid unintended consequences.
6: And so I want to make sure even though you have these numbers that may match now, those numbers are not static. If you raise the price of tractors, do people buy as many tractors if you raise the price of cars well, you still did. buy as many cars
16: for more visit supertalk.fm steven gagliano supertalk mississippi news
13: The 2021 Honda ATV lineup is here to prove it's possible to work smarter and harder. With the power to get the job done, the technology to make it easier, and tried and tested quality to keep you moving forward, the only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. Honda recommends ATVs for riders 16 years and older and recommends that all ATV riders take a training course.
21: The
16: report from the Census Bureau indicates that there's been a surge of new businesses in Mississippi.
8: In January this year, there were 164% more businesses starting up than in January the previous year. There were nearly 6,000 people opening
16: up new businesses in that month alone. Douglas Carswell, president and CEO of the Mississippi Center for Public Policy, says while COVID was devastating for many states, the Magnolia State thrived. To me, this says that actually the American spirit of enterprise
8: is alive and well and however disruptive covid's been the potential for growth
16: is there and a texas man has been sentenced in mississippi for statutory rape
20: in 2016 54 year old willis murray was discovered in the bedroom of a teenage girl in rankin county it was determined that murray began an online relationship with the girl when she was 13 when she turned 15 he drove to mississippi to have sexual relations with her he has been sentenced to 30 years in prison
1: Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi.
20: I listen to it at work. At
1: work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo?
20: Yes, sir.
2: Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. We're going to go back to the Farm Bureau phone line. We'll push the college football fix back just a little bit to visit with John Cohen, the Athletics Director at Mississippi State. We just talked with Keith Carter about half an hour ago. And, John, one of the things that that Keith told us is that you and Jeremy McLean at Southern Miss and he had really kind of worked together in figuring out how to roll this out after the news that we got from the, uh, from the governor yesterday. And I guess, first of all, I should say thanks so much for, uh, for making some time for us this afternoon. Always
23: good to visit with you. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, yeah, as shocking as that might sound, the, the ADs at, uh, <laughs> Mississippi State and Ole Miss and, uh, and of course, Southern Miss have all worked together with this. You know, we're just all trying to, to do it right. And, you know, the, the Just because something may not be your idea doesn't mean it's not a great idea. And and we've had a lot of ideas. Um, Keith and I have been in in contact with the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, uh, our state and local government. Um, I I think we both have a a good plan. In fact, guys, I was just listening to him. Um, He he basically rolled out our plan, and it's so rare that you can say this. You could call it the, the Mississippi State. Ole Miss plan or the Ole Miss Mississippi State plan is very very similar.
2: First of all, we've got a baseball team or two baseball teams sharing a plane en route to Texas, and uh, and both play well. (laughs) And then everybody's working together. It is just (laughs) one big kumbaya in the Magnolia State. Peace in our time, John.
23: We've done it. (laughs) You, uh, I haven't had cause to laugh a lot in the last. uh, week or so, so uh, you made me laugh. That's that's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, uh, we have an ice and snowstorm, so we kind of come together to to share a flight. By the way, how how about the performance of the Southeastern Conference versus the Big 12 in that event? I mean, pretty pretty outstanding stuff. Just watching our league play baseball right now is a sight to behold. I mean, you know, the kids are older, the amount of prospects in this league. My God, the amount of prospects – in the state of Mississippi that are playing college baseball right now. is It's special. I, I hope folks uh, fully recognize what an incredible year this is going to be.
2: And the good news is more people are going to be able to see it in person now. Uh, know that Mississippi State people specifically and season ticket holders want to hear uh, maybe the same thing from you that they that they heard from Keith Carter, or, or maybe we've got a new audience now. Uh, kind of walk us through the plan, short term and longer term as the season progresses. At least based on what you know right now, and I, I know this is—it's all happening fast.
23: Yeah, I, I would agree with with uh, Keith to use the word phase. in. I would agree with that. Um, although we, we like Ole Miss, going to be able to honor our season ticket holders who made the request. Um, so we're, we're going to be able to honor that. In fact, our ticket office is reaching out to all of our season ticket holders um, in the grandstand, our chairback seat holders. Um, and as you mentioned before about the outfield, we're going to be able to increase attendance in the outfield. But, but we feel like, Don, in a responsible way, uh, we're also going to increase the amount of students that we have. It's a very, very similar number uh that what Ole Miss is going to do if not identical (laughs) I'm still not getting the number Uh, though am I (laughs) you're still not getting the number but I can tell you it's darn near identical to what Ole Miss is going to do as well uh so I think we have a good plan uh a lot of people are working really hard I'm telling you these these folks in our ticket office and in our Bulldog Club they've had to pivot like three times you know to, to 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 make this work and uh and I think all the fan bases in Mississippi have been forced to be patient and uh, and have to be nimble, uh, and we appreciate that. But we're going to have more folks watching baseball in this state, and uh, I, I just I was just thrilled with the news yesterday from our governor and from Dr. Dobbs, quite frankly. But it's going to take some responsibility from our fans as well, as Keith mentioned, you know, upon entry with a mask. All those requirements are still there. And and I also want to say the student-athletes, the staffs uh, coming in are going to be protected. There's going to be a buffer zone. We're going to take care of them. And we're going to uh, um, abide by all of the COVID policies by the Southeastern Conference uh, and the state of Mississippi.
2: Any opportunity for general admission or walk-up purchase of tickets for fans, um, whether it's this weekend or, or maybe down the line?
23: See, that, you know, there's so many factors with baseball, as you all know, right? So you got a weather issue, and on days where you have uh, more of a weather issue, we might have more availability on those days, or if it's cooler, uh, might have more availability on those days. If we know a certain amount of our, our, our cheer back holders aren't going to show up, yes, we might be able to sell more. Um, <clears throat> but again, what, all of this is connected uh, within our facilities, and, you know, hopefully, we're moving toward a direction. We play Arkansas here in three weeks. Yeah, um, actually, yeah, on the 26th of March, and we're hoping that we, you know, we would love to be uh, absolutely where Duty Noble Field has been in the past for an event like that uh, at that time. But uh, I do think it's a building process, and our staff is going to have to adjust. And uh, but I, I do like the fact that. We're going to be able to honor the majority, if not all, of our season ticket holders.
4: John, just a hypothetical, but if if you could get as many people into the stadium this weekend as you could, how many people do you think would be there?
23: Well, I, you know, with the new facility that we have, I'm um, I'm gonna mess this number up. But when we had Stanford in and a super regional, and what an unbelievable atmosphere that was!
6: It was um, incredible. I think the number, yeah,
23: yeah I think the number was thirteen. 13- uh, five ish, 13,500 ish. So we know we can get at least that many, you know, in the old days when we had no construction whatsoever in the outfield, uh, well outside of our left field lounge folks, we could take them all the way back to the, the old road that was, was out there. So, uh, you know, we had the record set, the largest, uh, crowd in the history of college baseball. Um, but I, I which think- by the way, the
2: sight lines from the road were not great for those people that were out there.
23: <laughs> no, not not at all, not at all. But uh, they were into it, and I had the good fortune right. of playing in that game. So that yeah. that was a thrill for me as well.
2: Um, John, I, I think I hear what you're saying, um, but but I don't want to put words in your mouth. You you said phased approach, but. Is the goal here to work this thing as close to full capacity as possible, especially if the opportunity to host in the postseason presents itself?
23: Uh, absolutely. I, I don't. Okay. I, I think everybody involved, from the, the, the commissioner of our league to you know Keith, myself, or you know Dr. Martina, the Mississippi State, our governor, all of us want packed stadiums. The question is how quick, quickly can we get there? Um, how safe can we make the student athletes? What are the COVID numbers like in our state? All of this has to be monitored, and we want to move in that direction. Let, let me tell you something. I and again, this is like key. I, I played baseball at Mississippi State. I was a baseball coach at Mississippi State. Now I'm the athletic director. There is nobody on this planet who gets is charged up about seeing a full house at Duty Noble as John Cohen. and I would love that to happen as quickly as we possibly can. I get that same charge when I walk into our football stadium or softball or tennis or whatever it is. and um, I want what our fans want. I want what the people of Mississippi want. you know I want full stadiums but we're gonna do it the right way.
4: John, you haven't set a date yet for Super Bulldog Weekend. Were you waiting on, on an announcement like this to, to make that that kind of proclamation? And do you have <laughs> an idea of when it's going to be?
23: Yeah, we're we're going to release that very shortly. And, and again, we were waiting on uh, the the governor's orders. We're waiting on several of those things. so it's not going to be long. We we will be releasing that soon. Um, and and obviously, we're we're very excited about that as well. And when that date comes, we we hope we're hoping. We can, we can have a full stadium.
2: You said the ticket office had had to pivot three times, and uh, certainly understand that. You guys had to pivot as well, uh, along with Coach Lamonis and his staff, to find a new opponent this weekend. Um, did, did that process go easily when Tennessee Tech had to back out and you were able to get Kent State scheduled?
23: Well, I think it's only easy from the standpoint of, you know, we live in a digital world where, you know, you, you can get on the Internet and immediately find out who had other cancellations. So um, I, I think there are four schools that Coach Lamonas was contacted immediately um, for a variety of reasons. Uh, <laughs> he felt that uh, the, the best option for us and, and really the, the best option for Kent State was to, to get together this weekend. You know, they have a long haul. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm just spitballing here, but I think it's a 12-and-a-half-hour drive, and I think they are driving. Um, and a real credit to them. They want to play baseball and we'll do whatever it takes. That's one of the things about all of these athletes at all levels of the NCAA. The kids want to compete. And I I just feel privileged that we're in a league, guys, that has done everything they can, where maybe some other leagues have said we're not going to compete. The SEC has said, yes, we are going to compete. We're going to do whatever it takes because that's part of the experience of these student-athletes.
2: I feel like we accomplished something if we made you laugh in this uh, this 11 minutes. So uh this was this was a good day. It was a good day. John really appreciate you taking a few minutes to uh to kind of walk us through uh this process and uh, look forward to seeing you soon.
23: Yes, sir. Thank you all very much. Have a great day.
2: That's John Cohen, Athletics Director at Mississippi State and you heard him say the policies in Starkville, Oxford and Hattiesburg are all very very similar. Sports Talk Mississippi will recap and get to the college football fix next. From the
5: venable glass traffic center with two locations serving your glass needs they're in ridgeland and brandon call 601-605-4443 starting to see delays 55 southbound from high street down to the stack east and westbound is a little slow mostly westbound is backed up also seeing delays 468 northbound at pearl leading up to 20 475 southbound at 468 elsewhere things looking fairly decent this update is brought to you by smith brothers body shop call them at 601-353-5217 Ben Nelson
10: Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstep or online at bennelson.com.
6: Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today.
7: Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered
6: benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn
8: more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. It's
1: that time of year when love is in the air and you just crave something sweet. Valentine's Day. Uh, wrong. It's Mazda of Jackson's
7: Sweet Deal Sales Event. That's right, all February. We're giving you the sweetest deals possible on our entire selection of Mazdas. Right now, get 0% financing for 60 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-9s and on 2021 Mazda 6s. That's right, 0% for 60 months. This will save you thousands in finance charges. We're also offering you money-saving deals on every vehicle in stock. Get super low 2.9% financing on certified pre-owned Mazda 3s and Mazda CX-5s. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come scoop up your sweet deal before it's too late. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road, North in Jackson. Call
1: 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with the like credit models. Mississippi's official midday meeting place, The J.T. Show, tomorrow morning at 10 on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Not be said that I did not attempt to get you a number of students that were going to be allowed in right field in Starkville or Oxford. That's my favorite line. John said, and uh, no, Richard, you're still not getting a number. <laughs> you did your best. <laughs> we gave it a shot. Really, really appreciate both Keith Carter and John Cohen uh, coming on and sharing with us and the collaboration between the schools. Uh, I mean, look, it makes all the sense in the world. It makes all the sense in the world. And I know how fans feel and, and whatnot, but I think most level-headed people are going to look at this and go, yeah, it really does make sense when you get two members from the same conference that both care a ton about baseball, have comparably sized stadiums, who have fan bases who want so desperately to fill them up and get there. Why don't you work together and roll out the same thing and do it in conjunction with the league office? I did think that John Cohen gave us a little bit of insight into what he was thinking when he pointed to that Arkansas series on May 26th and said we really, really wanted to feel like Duty Noble has always felt. I'm not saying that he told you it's going to be a full capacity on March the 26th, but it sounded to me like they're going to do everything they can to ramp up to the point of by- the start of league play, having a venue that feels like it has always felt for SEC baseball. Am I reading too much between the lines there? Or did you guys hear the same thing? Heard
6: the same no, I thing. Heard that.
2: Okay. When does Ole, does Ole Miss start conference play on
4: at home or on the road? At home, they open at home the I weekend say. of the nineteenth. So they have a so state has an extra week. To, to yeah, it's out. one weekend earlier.
2: Yeah, yeah, so. But I mean, maybe you, maybe you point to that first home series in April, if, if you're talking about, uh, but look, I mean, Keith Carter wouldn't give us percentages. John Cohen didn't give us percentages. We were at 25%. We know that. It's what the state allowed. And so you knew the schools were maximizing what the state allowed. I think it's reasonable to assume that starting this weekend, we're somewhere in the 50 to 60% capacity range. Maybe just call it 50% for this weekend. It feels like they want to do this for a week or two, and then maybe it bumps up to 75%. And I'm not sure that there's going to be a ton of fanfare about, oh, we went from 50% to 75%. I don't know that there's going to be some big, splashy news release to allow people that aren't in favor of this to throw a bunch of darts at the schools, I think they are going to quietly, and and I'm just I'm just thinking out loud here. I think that they will quietly build the numbers, and then you're going to look up a month or six weeks from now, you're going to be like, heck yeah, there are people everywhere, yeah. sweet,
3: you're fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with it. And at this point, the the blowback is really easy to ignore because Richard as we were talking during the break earlier, number one uh, case numbers are in fantastic shape and number two, if you are, especially a year into this, if you are afraid of getting it or spreading it, you do not have to go to a baseball game. And number three, vaccines are readily available. There are thousands available right now that you can sign up for today. Should we done perhaps a great, give the list? Let's give the list. Why not? Mississippi's done a great job of the process. Of, uh, every single time we've talked about this, we've had somebody text in saying, I just got it the other day. It was perfect. So there's yeah. thousands available, every factor here. And if I were them, of course, I'd probably lose sleep, hoping this goes correctly so football can can go right as well. But we're at a point now where there's really no excuse. You can get it hey. if you want it, or if you don't want to go – don't go nobody's making you
4: hey dad need to you've know been where to through park. the process it was easy right super easy super easy yeah just, i've been through the never, process it was never get out of your car easy. couldn't be any more easy i just need to know All where right. to park we've been doing this you know at duty noble first come first serve i can't imagine that's still going to be the case they need to tell me where i got to park
2: t text line i'm not high in the bulldog club but was able to buy my four season tickets today great news that's all awesome, great news, man. and that's you're going to have more and more and more of this. Uh, we get a ceasefire, uh, a message from Tony and Laurel. He says they will absolutely do this fan ramp up quietly at Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Southern Miss, and I think that's, I think that's smart. I really do. You don't have to do this with a lot of fanfare. You get the information out to your people, and you. Give them the opportunity to get their tickets. And you do the best you can to make it smooth and as easy as possible. You hope that folks will be a little patient in the process. All right, you want a vaccination, here you go. This is where you can can do it. If you're in Adams County, there are 549 first-dose appointments available. Bolivar County, 31. Forest County, 616. Harrison County, 4. Jackson County, at the Jackson County Civic Center, 728. Jones County, 853. Jones County, for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, 137. Lafayette County, at the Armory slash Conference Center, 555. Lauderdale County, for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, 267 available appointments. Almost 1,300 available at the Lauderdale County Health Department for the two-dose variety. Lee County at Barnes Crossing, 1. Better hurry. LeFleur County, 744. Lowndes County, 990. Lowndes County for the Johnson & Johnson, 277. Madison County has one appointment available for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Neshoba County at the Neshoba Coliseum, 876. Here in Starkville, Octibaha County, 1092. Panola's got 703. Pike County's got 768. Rankin County at Trustmark Park, where we were told there was uh, a ton of people earlier waiting in line, 14 remaining. sharkey Issaquina got 147, Warren County has 10, and the uh, Washington County Convention Center has 1,879. I did kind of some loose math earlier. There are, what, 11,000, 12,000 appointments available right now. The website to make your vaccine appointment is covidvaccine.umc.edu. By the way, John Cohen sent me a text. He says, correction, Stanford game attendance was 13,132. Biggest crowd we have had so far for the new Duty Noble. Nice.
3: How cool would that be to roll up to Trustmark tonight, get your vaccine, and then walk in and watch a baseball game? You get the shot, you pull around, you park, you go watch some baseball. Sounds like a pretty good night to me.
2: Doesn't the order say 50% indoor, so outdoor venues should be higher? Yeah, out. yes, 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 yes. That's what the order says. But if you're just joining us, both Keith Carter and John Cohen have said they were taking a phased approach, and they were doing that for multiple reasons. Reason number one, for the safety of everybody involved. And that's not just fans. That's players, that's coaches, that's concession stand workers, that's security personnel. There are a lot of people to consider in this. Number two, the Southeastern Conference, while not putting up a specific roadblock, has encouraged the schools to do this in phases. Phase
3: one in this is a pretty big phase, though. I mean, we're not talking about going from 25 to one-third and 33. I mean, they just said, if you bought season tickets, I know not everybody can do that, but that's a lot of people and a pretty significant increase. No, I mean, it wasn't possible for them to just jump to 100 anyway, even if they wanted to. That wouldn't have been possible, logistically and otherwise, but that's a significant increase, man, going from what we've had the last couple of or I guess really the last week to what we can have this weekend. It's a big step forward.
2: I agree. Basically they doubled. Yeah. They they doubled I mean, from last weekend.
4: Yeah. And that's that's you know, and I don't think next weekend's gonna be another double, but it's we said at the beginning of the show, it. I feel like, was it Billy Bean on Moneyball? It's a process, it's a process, it's a process. Just just give it time. You, you, you've you waited a year. You can be patient for a couple more weekends as they get everything rolled out, which they will do.
2: Somebody said, just tuning in, they are not requiring vaccines to watch games, are they? And the answer to that is no. No, uh, you, you, you can't do that. And
3: we had somebody text in, if you're in one of those counties that has one left or 14 left, if
2: there's available appointments across county lines, you can, yeah.
3: you can get one
2: still. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Mississippi State Baseball starts in 30 minutes. Old Miss Baseball starts in an hour. We've still got to get to the college football fix, and we will do that with you next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi.
15: Don't think and if you tell my heart. Heart, he might blow up and kill his man. Don't tell my heart, my egg and breaky heart. just don't think he'd understand. And if you tell my heart, my egg and breaky heart.
14: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today we'll have rain showers, high near 50 degrees. Tonight, 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 40. Wednesday, partly sunny conditions, high near 59. Wednesday evening, mostly clear and cold, low around 38. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 67. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 42. And a beautiful day on Friday, partly sunny conditions, high near 63. This weather, service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service here, Yamaha Outboard Dealer in Brandon.
6: Mississippi prisons are in crisis because of extremely long sentences and parole laws that offer no way out. These laws are costing us millions and don't make us any safer. State lawmakers are considering solutions that safely reduce the prison population. They need our support. Without reform, we all pay. Families, communities, and taxpayers. We can fix this crisis, but only if we act now. Paid for by Forward.us It's time for the annual
7: RJ's Outboard Open House, March 12th through the 13th. Want to win a free boat? Then come on out to RJ's Outboard on Old Fannin Road between now and March 13th and register to win a brand new boat, motor, and trailer package courtesy of G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards. While you're there, be sure to check out all of the G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards RJ's has to offer. Boat Drawing will be held Saturday, March 13th at 3 p.m. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reservoir.
12: Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment.
14: 601-487-22.
9: At Woods Equipment, we've got a Cub Cadet just for you. Whether you like to sit, stand, or power through last year's hay, we have the tools to get the job done right. Stop by and visit our open house event on March 5th and 6th where you can enjoy special deals, food, drinks, and fun for the whole family. Speak with an official Cub Cadet rep and test drive the full line of Cub Cadet outdoor equipment, delivering their enhanced strength, performance, and durability. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower Store, on March 5th and 6th for our open house event located on Highway 80 in Pearl.
15: Come on down. Let's make a deal.
9: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In addition to falling
16: hospitalizations, Governor Tate Reeves explains a key detail in his decision to lift restrictions across the state.
17: Our case numbers have fallen to the point where no county currently meets the original criteria that we put in place for a mask mandate.
16: Masks will still be required in K-12 through schools in Mississippi. And a state economist is being asked to do projections on the bill that would phase out the income tax. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman says when you take $2.7 billion and begin moving things around, you want to avoid unintended consequences.
6: And so I want to make sure even though you have these numbers that may match now, those numbers are not static. If you raise the price of tractors, do people buy as many attractors. If you raise the price of cars, you can buy as many cars.
16: For more, visit supertalk.fm. Stephen
9: Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
1: it's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Supertalk app and Supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Supertalk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi.
12: Will you ever get so excited that you
21: just can't wait? Yes.
1: Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't, don't touch that dial. Here on Supertalk Mississippi. Mm.
2: this message. Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395 It's like the sun coming up to be a bright sunny day with the restrictions gradually lifting By the way, roll tide RTR buddy Congrats on your basketball team
3: I'm looking forward to karma coming back around eventually on you guys but I may be dead before that happens
2: (laughs) Um... Yeah. It's not fair,
3: man. This this stinks with Alabama being good at basketball. It's not fair. Fair enough. I mean, credit to them, obviously, for being a great athletic department. God help
4: us if they're good in baseball.
3: I I mean, seriously. Can you just give somebody something? Please?
4: They get it rolling, don't they? Yeah, they do.
2: Maybe it was fitting. The guy in charge there, though. Yeah. Maybe it was fitting that this morning when you got up and the sun started peaking, you realized the sky was already blue and there wasn't a cloud in the sky and the sun looked brighter than it looked in a month. Hey, you want the, you want me to keep the good news coming? Here you go. A week from Saturday night, we spring forward. No excitement on that, boys. Not even a uh, smile. I, I, Nobody's happy about the longer days. It's still being bright and sunny when we walk you out just of work stopped at six talking. o'clock. I thought,
4: I thought I disconnected. I looked up at the tie line. I was like, no, I'm still here. What's he saying? I, yes,
2: there might be a reaction man. from somebody about that. It's good
4: stuff. We
2: should never have to do this, but hey, at least yeah, it's yeah, well, blah blah yeah. Gives us something to look forward to. I, I mean, I agree. I agree. Stop changing the time. All right, here we go. It's time for the college football picks. Hey, <laughs> if you're thinking about a new truck, stop thinking. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer. And test drive the 2021 F-150. I I don't always ask you to just take my word for it. I'm just telling you, take my word for it. It is spectacular. Whether you get the the XLT or the STX or the Lariat or the King Ranch or the Platinum or the Limited, they're all fantastic. Best-selling truck in America, 44 straight years. That's Ford F-Series. Stop by your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and get behind the wheel of a Ford F-150. There are a bunch of places in college football, high-level, high-profile places, that are going to have new starting quarterbacks this year. A bunch. Every Alabama, Alabama team. Every single playoff team, all four of them. Yeah. Alabama. Probably going to be Bryce Young. Clemson. So, DJ ABCDEFGHIJKLMNOPQRSTUVWXYZ will be still that the sounds, starting quarterback. That sounds right. At the other Death Valley. Emory Jones. Is going to be the new starting quarterback in Florida, we think. We think. I, I took
3: some liberties uh, with some of these. But, I mean, I know he's a great athlete and stuff, but throwing the football looked like in very limited sample size, he's got some work to do. As does Bryce Young.
17: Yeah.
4: Chris Kentucky's Relfand, gonna... Gonna... Gerald had some work to do. True. He worked out yeah. okay with Dan Mullen.
17: Yeah.
2: Um, Kentucky's going to have a new starter. Will it be Bo Allen? Will it be the former Auburn quarterback, Joey Gatewood? Will it be Will Levis? Or Levis? Not sure how to say his last name. Say, Penn State
3: transfer,
2: by the way. Okay. Ian Book, after 17 years at Notre Dame, is gone. Jack Cohn. Isn't he a transfer from Wisconsin? Good Wisconsin.
3: Good call there, because I had to yeah. look that up.
2: Yeah, yeah. He was a starter. Got a little bit banged up. It allowed the the Merz, Mertz, Is it Graham Mertz, that ended up yep. as Mertz. Okay. was really good. I think the most highly rated quarterback that Wisconsin has ever gotten. For whatever it's
3: worth, Cone uh, started a full season in 2019. Uh, they that was went pretty good. They went 10 and four that year. Uh, threw for 2,700 yards, which isn't a lot in modern standards, but that was on 70 percent completions, 18 touchdowns to
4: five interceptions. 2,700 yards at Wisconsin is like six thousand yeah. yards anywhere else.
2: <laughs> what does that translate into it in a Mike Leach offense? Ten like thousand yards. Three or four Mike Leach offense. Yeah, that's yeah. You set every record there is to set. Uh, no Justin Fields at Ohio State. And so the next five-star quarterback, one of these two, will step in. C.J. Stroud, who's a redshirt freshman, or Jack Miller, also a redshirt freshman.
3: Yeah, most people think it's going to be Stroud, considering you know when they put a quarterback, because they were both on the roster last year, obviously. Uh, it was always him. Instead of Fields, apparently he had separated himself, and you'll be shocked. 24-7 had him rated as a point uh, nine eight, so a 98% type prospect. Okay. Imagine that. Ohio State has an elite-level quarterback stepping in.
2: Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, Casey Thompson. Perhaps. Or Hudson Card taking over in Steve Sarkeesian's new offense at the University of Texas,
4: Hudson replacing Card sounds very Sam Georgia Ellinger to me. He needs to he needs to transfer.
2: Yeah, they had a Hudson a few years ago. Hudson Mason, Hudson at Mason, at Georgia,
4: yeah, exactly.
2: Haynes King, redshirt freshman at Texas A&M, expected to be the starter.
3: Took a little bit of a liberty with that one as well. There is apparently another guy, but uh, the article I pulled up was he's been the heir apparent to Kellen Mond since the day he
2: put pen to paper. So everybody yeah, I remember expects we that talked to be the um uh, We talked with Olin Buchanan way back during the season leading up to... Um,
4: Probably the Mississippi State game.
2: Yeah, I think it was before the, the Mississippi State game, and I remember asking him about that, and, and, and he mentioned a couple of guys that were on the roster, and I think Haynes King's the one that he said he thought was the most likely. Isn't this wild, though? I mean, so we, we talk about quarterback
3: shuffling in the NFL, and, I mean, Dak still hasn't signed his papers yet, and the Saints still haven't figured out what they're doing at quarterback. So that's going to be a story around here for a long time. But all four playoff teams replacing a quarterback, this is—I don't know if it's unprecedented, but I don't and remember. Five. And number five, I don't remember a year where you had this much turnover at the the very top. You know, the untouchable top of college football at the quarterback position. Most of it's being filled with an elite level player like DJ Um so nobody expects him to miss a beat. But it's still replacing the number one overall draft pick with another guy. I haven't seen anything like
4: this that I can remember. And then here in Mississippi, Mm -hmm. everybody's locked in pretty much. You know, State and Ole Miss anyway.
2: I love our listeners. Sorry, guys, I'm usually one of your podcast listeners because of work. Couldn't help myself when I stumbled across this. Hey, Borky. Can't wait for the Flow Baseball Top 25 to be released each week. He sends us a graphic of the Flow Baseball Top 25. Oh, my gosh. I
3: can't wait for uh, us to get this from him next week. And the Arkansas logo is actually the Arkansas State logo. And South Carolina has the Clemson Tiger Paul next to it. And Miami, I mean, that's what we're going to get. And they'll, like, skip number 12 for some oh my reason. Goodness. It says
2: Old them. Mississippi State. I'm, kidding. I'm that, kidding. I would have believed you though if you <laughs> don't been do like, that. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god! I'm kidding. Uh, Flow baseball has Arkansas at number one, Vanderbilt at number two, Mississippi State at three, Louisville at four, and Ole Miss at five.
4: Isn't that just the D one poll? There
3: flipped with Louisville and Ole Miss, right? Because the D one has the top four is all SEC.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't they have Mississippi State 2 in the D1 poll also? No, they're 3 in D1. They're 2 in Baseball America.
2: Okay. Gotcha. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Fun, fast, busy Wednesday with you. We will wrap it up when we come back. Richard Cross, grown, Michael Borky, Brian Hayden.
17: this house just ain't no home. In time she goes away. In time she goes away. In time she goes away.
5: the Venable Glass Traffic Center. I'm Kyle Curley. Look for delays 20 eastbound in Hines County in between Bolton and Norrell, back in town at the stack. the uh, Heavy traffic is uh, headed westbound on 20. 55 southbound, you're slowing down from the waterworks all the way down to the stack, seeing heavy delays 49 southbound in Richland at Harper and seeing delays 475 southbound at 468. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217.
14: I was a drug addict for 16 years but I've been sober almost seven years now. Christian business owner and family man. At Adult and Teen
19: Challenge, we're helping rescue men out of addiction right here in Mississippi and teaching them how to be productive members of society. Help us
9: by donating a vehicle to our vehicle donation program.
19: Any condition, running or not, we pick it up, we do all the paperwork, and you get a tax deduction. Contact us, 601-572-7296 or go to
5: mercyhouseteenchallenge.org.
20: Thank you for helping us get our daddies back
12: in to good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
1: Mississippi. Oh
21: my God. What is going on here?
1: Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State.
15: Well, it's about time. Right
1: here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
2: we learned today Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm you can always text the show on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395 we've covered a lot of ground in just shy of 3 hours Vorky, what have you learned
3: uh, going back to the conversation we were just having I, I guess i i knew that there was going to be a lot of upper-tier college football quarterback replacing, but I never really put it into perspective until I laid it out like this. The top of college football, it's going to look very different, although probably the same teams, and they're all going to go to the playoff again and make it miserable for the rest of us. There still is some shuffling going on in the top of college football that I I don't remember seeing this much. So that is something that I learned today, that everybody at, at the top, except for Georgia, if you consider them at the top, is replacing a quarterback.
2: And there's another layer years. to this conversation. And the layer is that's not happening in the state of Mississippi. You got Matt Corral returning at Ole Miss. You have Will Rogers returning, and and hey Dad, we don't have time to really peel back the layer on this. The likely starter, we'll just say that. The likely starter, Will Rogers. You got Sawyer Robertson coming in, you got Jack Abraham transferring in. Mm-hmm. Certainly would feel like Will Rogers has a head start in the competition. Big, no one. doubt. Yeah. Hey, then, what have you learned today?
4: I learned that if I can change and if you can change, we can all <laughs> we change. All can change. Hey, we Adrian! all shit. So you know, we've got we got we got Keith Carter and John Cohen and Jeremy McLean working together. Who knows? what this world can achieve.
3: Speaking of, he will be on the show tomorrow, by the way, a little teaser, uh, if you're a Southern Miss fan listening, on the way to the game, which happens here uh, very shortly, um, 4.37 tomorrow, your athletic director will probably tell us that he worked together with the other two, and they've got a similar plan, but
2: always nice to hear from him.
4: Will he give us an exact number? Find out tomorrow.
2: There's two. The governor swings back at the president for his Neanderthal comment. Mm. President Biden said all Mississippians, uh, allowing Mississippians to decide how to protect themselves is Neanderthal thinking. Mississippians don't need handlers. As numbers drop, they can assess their choices and listen to experts. I guess I just think we should trust Americans, not insult them. Well played, Mr. Governor. I don't mind the governor of Mississippi standing up for the state of Mississippi when the president of the United States calls us Neanderthals.
4: Doesn't bother me one bit.
2: Uh, If you missed it, you can always go back and uh, get the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can listen on demand at supertalk.fm. Great conversations with both Keith Carter and John Cohen. They announced kind of a phased rollout for the return uh, to baseball fans, from 25 percent, they didn't give us specific numbers. They didn't give us specific percentages. It felt like, as we were talking to them and kind of connecting some dots, and me doing a little bit and you guys doing a little bit, that we're going to be in the neighborhood of 50 to 60 percent capacity this coming weekend, and that they are going to continue to ramp that number up. I think that's. That right. I think that's fair. Uh, It may not be exact, and and that's okay. They are doubling the number of students in the outfield. In Oxford and Starkville and John Cohen said that number is almost to the student exact in both places. We had some fun with that. Neither AD gave us the exact number. Um, They are increasing attendance in the left field lounge area at Mississippi State. They are bringing back tents and grills in the left field area at Ole Miss. All-season ticket holders are being taken care of. For those who bought their tickets prior to the deadline, prior to February 1st, and were buying one of the half-season ticket packages or the phased approach that Mississippi State was taking, those people are going to be able to get tickets. And then it sounds like some more seats will open up along the way. So if you're a season ticket holder, you should be looking for an email from your school in the next, or maybe you've gotten it already, maybe you've handled that already, maybe it's coming in the next day or so, but you're going to have the opportunity to get the full season, not just a portion of the season, and you're going to have the opportunity to go to your original seats. So, All that is coming up. Thanks for being with us. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Thanks again to John Cohen and Keith Carter for joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We will talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy some college baseball on this Wednesday night.